The Cleveland Moto Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped Lawn Mower 4.0. of the Cleveland Moto Podcast, and I'd like to bring attention that we are officially in episode 332, right? Or 3E2, depending 3E2 on how you if you after if you read binary. <laughs> um, but the uh, we have achieved a big thing with our shop, uh, with, with our podcast here. We have got a sponsor to get us past the trial right. situation, which is kind of fucking weird. They probably haven't listened. Yeah, she sounds like she's actually been listening though. So I mean, that's uh, oh, all right. When so so our uh, Anne Marie, our point of contact at Manscaped, uh, has assured us that going f- that we are going to go forward. As much as we weren't sure whether or not that was going to happen, right? Um, it turns out Manscaped is on the ball. And for all of you who did, use, <laughs> for all of you who did use the promo code, thank you. Right, and, and uh, what we have to say is, you know, the promo code is Cleveland Moto, and you're going to get twenty percent off, and you're going to get free shipping anywhere on the damned planet. And, and and if and if it's working for you, let us know because I mean we wouldn't endorse something that we didn't use. No um, photos, please. And yeah, I no have photos. been using it. <laughs> yeah, I have been using it. And what I did was, you remember how Hoffert said he wasn't going to use his? Yeah, yeah. So what I've done is I've repackaged all of Hoffert's stuff that he's not using on his package, mm-hmm. and I've got it all set aside so that we're going to do some kind of silly promotion. Excellent. And and give that up. We'll we'll make that a, pri- a prize for some kind of stupid. So you know. A Patreon for the special Patreon. Yeah, for some special Patreon. Well, at the two hundred dollar a month level Patreon. <laughs> yes, this will be the special hundred dollar holla out. Yeah, you know, that's it. Uh, we'll send you at least a hundred dollars worth of stuff every month. We're kind of a small podcast today. We're back to six, and so yep. to my left, and this is I would like to call attention. Is this is your last time? This is my last time as a regular podcast wow. member. Wow. No, not necessarily. You may well, pop back I, into town. Yeah, but not regularly. I, I'm, I'm moving down to North Carolina. And, and so tell the folks what city you're moving into, because this is kind yeah. of a big deal. Yeah, I'm, I'm moving down to Durham, uh, North Carolina. It's, you know, the whole Durham, Raleigh, Chapel Hill, Research Triangle area. Um, so I'm pretty excited about the weather yeah. and, and riding more often. And uh, I know there's the... Uh, the Incriminators Scooter Club is down yeah, there. And, absolutely. And um, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. You'll get in touch with our friends uh, Sarah and Sean Stevens and all the guys down there. And there's a guy by the name of Curly Schwaltka. <laughs> Say that three times. <laughs> yeah, Curly Schwaltka. And don't let the name fool you because he runs a shit-hot body shop. And um, fantastic human being. But the first time I met him, he was rocking a Vespa Rally 200 scooter mm-hmm. that he, because he's a body man, he took the regular Rally 200 panels, cut them, and added other Rally 200 panels to them, therefore making the bike literally wider than it was meant to be. <laughs> so I don't know if the bike has an internet presence, but at the time it was called the Vespa Rally 200 Double Wide. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> yeah. Dually. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's a good idea. Put dualies on the back for oh, sure, boy. right? Uh, but that bike, um, it's been in a vampire movie. Like there was a, a awful like Michael Madsen vampire movie. And that bike is featured in it. 
Like the guy crashes it when they like, it's like a P200 all of a sudden it instantly turns into a P200 that they crash, <laughs> but it's like lightly painted in the same way. But uh, I'll, I'm going to see if I can find an image mm-hmm. search for it. I don't know that I can, but uh, that is definitely, and Curly's made some beautiful paint jobs and definitely check his shop out when you're down in that area because he's one of those original incriminators, the mm-hmm. incriminator scooter club, bad ass. And then today to our left, to his left, Chris Smith. Chris Smith has announced that he has a hard out today at 10 o'clock. So enjoy him for the next hour. But we're hoping that he does get a joke together before he leaves. So we have to give him that five-minute warning um, so we can get a fucking joke out of him. Yep. Because the jokes that we've been throwing up in your absence have not been fucking good at all. They've been a little dangerous, honestly. We're getting some feedback about the low quality of our jokes. And Mm -hmm. I do have a a question topic for tonight. Oh, good. Oh, that's great. When we move back around. Okay. I, I like everything about that. Yeah, that's cool. And then to his left, Dan Kromke. Dan, Dan, did you notice there's a bottle of whiskey in front of you? I did. So this arrived today, and we're going to talk about that because mm-hmm. that's worthy of discussion and how it got here is worthy of discussion. And to his left, Johnny Mac. Johnny Maclefresh, I noticed that you're missing your, 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 your twin. You're you're missing your symbiote. Whoa, my you're twin. missing you're missing the other half of you. Since you guys have been working together, you've been kind of joined at the hip a bit. Yeah, yeah. And so, what's up with what's up with the grumpy sewer guy? Where's he at? I think the honeymoon's over. <gasps> dun, 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 dun. We had a little falling out. Really? No, I'm just oh kidding. Mac is stepping out. He had a she had some uh, family engagements. Okay. Yeah, and that's that's one of those things. It's one of the only things that I think is you know, you know the only thing that will let somebody skip the fucking podcast for. So that's that's a that's a big deal around here. And then of course to Steve, my right now, Steve Sleepy. And we, uh, I'm surprised that we got this all together, considering about half of our gear ended up going to a Moto Stories at Porco again. Yep, and rather suddenly. And this is the dangerous thing is when you're telling me what gear to grab, right? Because fuck it, dude. There's no way I could tell you how to go in my house and get my gear out of my house. Oh, we did good. You did a great job. I laid everything out and took a picture of it. I raided three friends' houses because I didn't have my normal lighting gear. I didn't. Fernando was in Honduras. Uh, my other gear was somewhere else. So I was I was pulling favors. And is he going to be able things. to get back in the country? He's back. Okay. He's back. All right. I was yeah. a little concerned about that. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, he's completely legit. But yeah, you never know with the board. They're like, you're. That's you're, what I'm you're, saying. You're a little brown. So it, it, yeah. the whole concept of that is frightening to me yep. because I, I right now traveling into places like that would be a little, a little bit frightening to me. Just, just a tiny bit, but, but cool enough, a, a quick little story. Yeah. So he, he took a camera with him down there and stuff and, and he's walking around and he bumps into a guy that looks crazy. He's got he's a white dude with like crazy dreadlocks and hair and glasses. And he, he noticed he spoke English. He said, where are you from? He said, I'm from Aurora, Ohio. He said, Really? <gasps> He said, what are you doing here? He's like, I've been here for 20 years. I was one of the only doctors on this whole area. So for 10 years, I treated all the people, and I charged them very little and stuff. But half the, half the town got mad that he wore flip-flops and drank in bars at night. So after a while, somebody complained, and they pulled his license. So he, he decided to move into a tiny, like, 40 by 40 or something, I'm sure, a, a house kind of a thing. Yeah. And he hosts drinking competitions, and he became a local legend, and now he just parties every night and still lives there. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I got to say, that's not wrong. No, it's not a bad way to go. No, it's not a bad way but, to go. So Fernando um, inadvertently did a two-hour documentary with them, so he's going to edit that, and he'll have that out soon. Get the hell out of here. Really? Yeah, nice. yeah, really cool. Oh, that's super Aurora, cool. Aurora, Ohio. Yeah. Aurora, Ohio oh, yeah. to Honduras. And you got to think, like, so, so for people who don't live here, 
Aurora, Ohio went from being known for just having Joggle Lake. Right. It was the only reason right. you go to Aurora, Ohio. It was the hinterlands. It was basically just farms. And then what happened is like, despite the power of Joggle Lake to bring in the worst amusement park patrons that Cleveland has to offer. Right. Because there's also Cedar Point for people who have money. And Joggle <laughs> Lake was- You have an extra was, $20. Exactly. You have an extra 20 bucks, you go to Cedar Point for fuck's sake. But if Cedar you don't, Point never had Rotorman. Well, that's true. Cedar Point also never had, you could get any type of fungal infection from all the water. Like, <laughs> Joggle, Joggle Lake decided to go to the water park route real early yeah. because they were like, well, we, we kind of maxed out the square footage here. Mm -hmm. So we're not going to get any more big coasters no. and we're not going to try to beat Cedar Point at having like the roller coast and having the world's greatest roller coasters. So they just went, what gets you wet? Mm -hmm. And so since there was a man-made lake in the middle of it that separated Joggle Lake from no shit, Sea World. World. Right. A landlocked Sea World. So like Sea World in San Diego, that kind of makes sense. Mm -hmm. it's, that, that makes fucking perfect sense. But having Sea World in Aurora, Ohio. It's like Coeur d'Alene, Iowa, or Idaho. Well, it is and, legit. It is straight up. <laughs> you can't even see Lake Erie from there. No. And, and they, um, you know, when they had that going on, safety was like fifth yes. on their thing. Yeah. yeah. So if you remember, they had a ski boat. Yep. That was going at full tilt, yep. and all the steering stopped yep. and working, and the uh, able ability to shut the motor. And off. it went seventy miles an hour into the audience, and straight up into them, yep. like skidded through yep. the whole audience. So yep. that that was not. Good. And as a kid, you'd be like, Dad would be like, "Okay, well, kids, uh, you're going to get to go to Joggle Lake today or Sea Sea World. We're going to go to Joggle Lake or Sea World." And the kids would just be like, "Joggle Lake, Joggle Lake," and Mom would be like, "Sea World," and Dad would be like, "We're going to Sea World." Yeah. And then the kids would be like, that sucks because you're at SeaWorld and you can see all the rides at Joggle Lake. Mm -hmm. And, and you're laughing and screaming. hear people laughing and screaming. And at SeaWorld, you're learning things. And occasionally a giant fish jumps out of the water. Well, and then they let you. So, like, there was this one guy that always let me touch a starfish, but I always thought it was like a sting, but it was, it was we know gross. Who that guy it was, was like, chocolate. Too. It was a yeah, chocolate it was, starfish. It was gross. Yeah. I'm not sure that was yeah. exactly what it was right. supposed to be. He, said, he basically said, there's this hole in the wall in the bathroom. Yeah. And if you reach wait, in the, and touch the, the starfish, <laughs> the far, starfish will show up. The starfish Close will show up. Close your eyes yeah. and smile. That's oh, Curly, by the way. I pulled that up. That's my buddy, Curly Schwatka. So Curly Schwatka there, and that's the his mod bike, which is you know a rally. That's I'm sorry, P200 with, it's got Rally 200 panels on it. That's what mm. fucked me up. It's a P200 with Rally 200 panels. So there you go. That's the double wide. So yeah, Curly is an awesome cat. We like him very much. Um, and there he is. Oh my God, children. Oh my God, we we got to be careful. So this is hanging out in his garage, like by his house. Um, that's Curly. Hey, Curly, how you doing, man? I'm sure he watches the podcast and listens. But so you check him out because he is at a place called Collision Specialists Incorporated in Durham, North Carolina. And he runs that shop. So that's his joint. If you ever break anything, take it to him. And, and all of our listeners should as well because he's a fucking good dude. Uh, what the fuck? I just got this in my head about Joggle Lake again. <laughs> because Joggle Lake went from literally being, you wouldn't even consider living there. Right. Mm -hmm. To being like Barrington Estates Golf Resort took over the town. Aurora. Aurora. Well, yeah. it depends. Aurora. Well, they have that, that outlet there. That's, that's. There was an outlet shopping mall. And there was or, also well, like a peddler's village, like a Yankee peddler's colonial arcade thing that was all yeah. like when I was younger, it was all like period correct shopping of early Americana. 
Oh. And there'd be like nine or 10 different stores gotcha. that were all basically. So let me divulge some information. Yeah. So in 2009, when my wife decided that she uh, wanted to go with my intern and left, um, the courts really don't give a lot of the guys very much information. So to my understanding, I thought I had to live within five miles of her. So since she took oh, all my money okay. and stuff, she got a good house. And then I was left to kind of ponder around and I drew a circle. And so next to Aurora, there's Reminderville and Aurora Shores. Correct. Right. So I right. lived in Aurora Shores in a foreclosed house I bought for really cheap. And Aurora Shores, which, by the way, I'll remind people that the only lake in Aurora is a man-made pit. Well, and the second one, because Aurora Shores has their own man-made pit. They have their pit. own man-made pit. <laughs> and then they, yeah. they, they, they dug uh, canals behind all the houses so you could drive your boats. In. Get out of here. Yeah, so it's like a boating community. Everybody has, like, you know, like the boat ropes in front of their house and sails and stuff. It's stupid. But, and then, <laughs> so, and then it's a, it's a neighborhood where... I mean, you, the same guy lives in every house. Okay. All right. It's like yeah. the, there's no, there's no, I'm not even talking about diversity in different colors right. or anything. I'm saying there's no diversity. There's no it's diversity. A, it's a balding dude with a white baseball cap, way too short shorts, white sneakers and fucking whatever. And that's every house. So basically it's a homeowner's association with some people living in it. Right. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Not, not, not the scene yeah. for me. Yeah. But yeah, I did. Now I looked at it and it is, it's a fucking man-made, man-made reservoir that just, and you're right. They made little, mm-hmm. yeah. They made little tributaries to go, right. but no alleys. jet skis, boat no alleys. anything like that. Only like only like pontoon boats, electric and small pontoon boats, boats yeah. only. Yeah. Oh, that sucks, man. But then across the lake, yeah. are the five hundred thousand dollar houses. Mm-hmm. Oh. So so you'd have the Aurora Shores people on Saturday at the beach, quote yeah. quote, like the drunk beach. drunk partying, fire going. <laughs> Fucking map. I'm gonna zoom out so people can see how far away, how far away that is from an actual lake. Like we have a lake. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put that in scale so you can understand. That's a lake. Oh, now that's okay? a fucking lake. That's a fucking lake. Like my German family used to come over here and be like, "Oh yeah, we're going to see." We're going to look at Erie Sea. They called it Erie Sea. <laughs> and I was like, fuck yeah. Because I've been to like Lake Keemsee and stuff, you know, and, and mm-hmm. stuff. And it's way smaller than Lake Erie. Like way fucking smaller. Look, you can, at, look at Lake St. Clair, how stupid small it is. Well, there you go. But this is what's hilarious is where I'm going to keep zooming in until you can see the little fucking wet spot. Yeah. Like the little spit that is where you used to live and yep. how they called that a boating association. See if you can zoom in and see Seaside Circle. That's, oh my that god! Was my, that was my spot. <laughs> that was your jam, yeah, yeah. Seaside Circle. Yeah, Look like, at that! It is clearly just a fucking reservoir. That place is on fire. That place is on. Fire. <laughs> do you see that little loop? You yeah. see the little loop? I right, do. Right in the middle. That right was there. that was my spot. That seaside was your spot? Circle, right there. Man. No, no, keep going, keep oh, going up. Yeah, yeah. See right like there? the little the nope down down down. See the fake. Oh, this thing, thing right here. The, right in the middle. Right where you're right here. Nope, keep going to the right, 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 right there. Oh, that little thing. Wait a second. Yeah. You mean the only the only houses in the whole place that didn't get a water view? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Out of the entire place, they built the entire place so that there would be the maximum amount of people to have a backyard that butts right? up to something Wait, wet. Can, can I tell you something better? Yeah. So that whole development... Well, whether it's better. well, no, the whole development was built on loam. Okay? Okay, yeah. So the yeah. houses are sinking. They're all sinking. And yeah. so um, the walls were separating from the ceiling. So that's nothing that a little spackle can't slap oh up and make it perfect God. before you sell the house. Steve, I'm going to call the attention to the fact that you already knew this. The fucking name of the street is 
surf side. Right. There is neither surf. <laughs> second house. See the second house that are the see the first house in the circle. Yeah, oh, the yeah, second yeah. One, on the that was the my one house. at one o'clock. Right, right where your mouse was. Yeah. Right. yeah. The one at one o'clock. That was my pad. That wow. was your pad. I well, got it. I got it for 124 clothes and I sold it for 240. Nice. I can see later. what they're doing with these Venetian ca- canal ideas, trying to yeah. give you that whole thing. But honestly, my only my only plus to this would be like in the wintertime if it all froze over and you could ice skate everywhere. Oh, you did. Yeah. Yeah. You played hockey and yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, for real. I fucking put spikes on the tires and go, go, go. Smith, why is your mic off all of a sudden? Are you not? I don't know. Oh, oh no, you're right on. Oh, right 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 yeah. huh. Beautiful. All right, so now that we've entered geography lesson yeah, yeah. of Cleveland, Ohio, and around <laughs> yeah. surrounding areas, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, dot, dot, dot. So, yeah, fucking I am. So uh, I did buy some bikes last night. So I, I left Cleveland, and I went to Detroit. So though you weren't just picking those up for service or anything. No, no, I bought them. Okay. So uh, the first one, so you're looking up the, the I'll pull this picture up because it's just fucking hilarious. Um, the, this customer, this gentleman called me and said, I've got some bikes you got to buy. And I said, I'll be the judge of that. And he said, okay, well, what I got is I've got a 2009 Vespa GTS in blue, uh, GTS 250 with a Michigan uh, State University paint scheme. Yeah, he does. And uh, I got a pink Vespa LX150. Oh, yeah, that, you know, that's going to sell real fast. Not. And so I was like, okay. And he's like, well, hold on. There's more to the story. It is that the Michigan bike, GTS, has zero actual miles. And that my wife's bike, the pink one, had 63 miles. So I was like, okay, well, I'm going to offer you a pittance for it. And because he's like, well, yeah, we put new batteries in them. And, uh. Basically, it would turn into, we had our servant put new batteries in them, and they wouldn't start. So, big surprise, I want to sell them. So, I go up there, and I see this bike, and I'm like, shit, I've seen that bike before. So, in 2009, there was this uh, car dealership that was like sports cars in Ipsy, Ypsilanti, Michigan. And they had, um, to, in order to get their dealer permit, they basically signed on to be a Vespa dealer just to get a dealer's license number. Oh, okay. Right? Hmm. So they could be a car dealer and, and all have all the things that go with it, like temp tags and dealer plates, and then just sell Vespas, right? Mm-hmm. And I think the guy was a doctor, and he had like a bunch of Jaguars and shit like that. But a couple of my friends worked there over the years, and I'd go up and deliver bikes and pick up bikes or parts or whatever. And so, you know, Yipsy, for us, that's maybe two and a half hours away, three hours away. It's not such a bad deal. But in 2008, the economy took this weird turn, right? Mm-hmm. Some of you may remember it. It got a little weird around here. And so all these guys who had motorcycle dealerships and Vespa dealerships and shit like that, they had the best year ever when gas was $5 a gallon, and you could literally get a loan if you could print your own name. Then 2009 hit, <laughs> gas went to two and a quarter a gallon. They tightened up. Everybody's mortgages foreclosed. Nobody had any money. And anybody with a motorcycle shop that had pre-ordered 400 Vespas all those bikes came and they had no way to pay for them. Mm-hmm. And so the banks were like, we're coming to get our Vespas now. And they did and put hundreds of dealerships out of business. And I remember going up there because they had gotten, they'd stopped carrying genuine scooter company. And I went up there to buy like all of their remaining buddy scooters and their displays and their t-shirts and their hats and everything they had because they went out of business in the most extreme way possible. Everybody. Yeah. Every goddamn buddy. And I went in there and they were like liquidating the whole place. But that blue Vespa was in the window of the dealership with all that Michigan shit on it. So then I go up and this guy is in um, 
Ann Arbor, Michigan on a road that I can best describe as being private as shit because it's like, it's not even paved. Oh, wow. And when I got to the guy's mansion that was built in a circle, so his mansion could look at the other mansions. (laughs) Why would you do that? If you're going to have a fucking mansion, have your mansion out where only like the only thing you got to look at is trees or lake. They literally built a cul-de-sac with just mansions. They just did that in Chagrin Falls. That's the dumbest thing ever. And the one house is made out of glass. So okay. like if you forgot a towel, yeah. your neighbors are like, oh, there's his, his, his 23-year-old wife is pretty naked. Or Yeah, but the worst <laughs> thing is like, okay, I'm sure your view out your back door is spectacular, but let's do this. Let's make the small part of the house, the mm-hmm. part that points to the cul-de-sac, right. let's make that the garage right. and the service entrance. <laughs> and let's not make it pretty at all. And let's make the beautiful, awesome, all-glass part of the house looking out into the forest. Yeah. And, but I don't know what the fucking deal is, other than you just want to show off to your friends your baller mansion, right? when your friends are the other four guys who own mansions in the circle around you. you got to have somebody to compete with. That's exactly what it is. I think yeah. that's all it is, is competition. Right? smart people with money, they live where nobody else lives. Right. That's where I would be. Yeah. When, when, I, when I have a party, I want the neighbors to come over, Bingo. walk over, and eat all my food. And you know, meanwhile, you move into something like that, you never talk to your neighbors for the hey, next Hey, John, years. is that a new car that you get today? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. this guy, yeah, among other things, he was like, oh, Midwestern Automotive Group down there. Yeah, I, oh, you used to work there. That's great. I bought my first six Porsches there <laughs> in the same trip. What the fuck, you know? And they were Boxsters or something terrible. Yeah, sure, well, he had, a, he had a Hummer in the driveway. <laughs> oh, good, good. A big yellow Hummer. Um, but anyway, I digress. So here's the crazy thing, though, that I did want to bring up. Think about that for a second. Zero miles. Yeah. So... Zero miles, that's hard to do, right? Because the the dealer takes it out of the crate. Right. The dealer puts a battery in it. The zero, the dealer takes it for a ride and puts gas in it. All of those things basically end up putting at least a mile on the bike. Right. Right. I mean, I don't think is I don't it, think you could do that without putting a mile on the bike. It's, is, it's is there a half a mile on the bike? Zero point zero. So that's Did the, you guys lift it up to put it where it is now, or did you actually roll it? <clears throat> the funny thing is, rolling it out of his driveway into the back of my truck and rolling it from the back of my truck to here has not been sufficient wow. to put 0.1 miles on it. Although I would tell you, I don't think the miles calculate unless the ignition's turned on, because it's an electronic speedo. Oh. We need to call Curly Schwatka. We can call Curly. <laughs> call Curly. Get Curly on the case. But the reason I think this is crazy is this guy bought this bike, right? He bought it. He spent a lot of money on it. I know how much money they were back in the day. But in the entire time he owned it, and in the entire time the dealership had it, which I know it was in the front window of their shop for quite a long time, nobody ever took it out and rode it even around the goddamn block. Wow. That's crazy to me. I mean, that's fucking bonkers. To me, that makes no sense. And I pulled this picture up just to show you. Zero fucking miles. That's that's Ted's Vespa. Don't touch it. It's the owner's. Exactly. Right. I think that might have been it. But zero. And on the trip meter, it says 0.0 because on the trip meter, it gives you the point <clears throat> point oh. Now, the, the almost full tank of gas. Has that been there? since? So this is exactly it. That's my right. So exactly what I told the guy I was like, well, I'm, did I just buy a 13 year old tank of gas? In which case, that's great because that's pre ethanol. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I It's probably rotten. But what is funny is these bikes did have a, a fuel pump recall. So a lot of the Italian bikes and a lot of the bikes of the era, they were using a certain brand of fuel pump that was made of a, a not so great grade of plastic that didn't work well with ethanol. And what would happen is you'd start the bike up and the fuel pump would work and it would spin up the fuel injectors all the way it should. 
And the bike would work fam- you know, fantastically, no problem. You'd park the bike, you'd get off the bike, you'd go into the gas station, pump your gas, do whatever you're going to do, wash your hands, take a shit, come back out, start the bike, dead as a fucking doornail. Wouldn't hmm. start. Hmm. What happened is the impeller inside the fuel pump was swelling. So the heat getting into the gasoline and the ethanol together caused the impeller to swell. And when you turn the key on, the impeller couldn't spin. It happened. It murdered. It caused a lot of bikes to be dead on the side of the road. Mm. Here's the symptom. Rode my bike for 20 minutes, parked it. Did something for five or 10 minutes, came out, started it up again, wouldn't start. Call the guy that comes and picks it up. I'm usually that guy. I show up at the place and I just tell the guy, just leave the keys where I can get to him. Great. And so the guy's standing there. He's been waiting for me for two hours. And I walk up to the bike, turn the key on, press the button. The bike starts perfectly. These people would get so upset, so fucking pissed off at me. And I'm like, look, don't feel bad. If you'd have walked over and pressed the button, it would have started for you too. The only difference is you could have ridden it to my shop instead of paying $90 for me to take it to my shop. But since I'm here, you're paying the $90. And so I throw it up in the back of the truck, you know, literally ride it up onto the back of the truck. (laughs) But nobody knew that, right? Nobody knew the symptom. And so, yeah, Vespa did a recall on these. So today, 13 years or 12 years, James did a recall on that bike today. Wow. Uh, He did. Wow. So James did did a recall on it. What's that? Did they honor it? We got a a fuel pump coming. Awesome. How fucking cool is that? Sorry. So that also tells you if you've got a Vespa GTS and it runs for a while and you shut it off and then 10 minutes later it won't restart. And if it's a 10 year old GTS, guess what? Go see your fucking dealer. Go see a Vespa dealer. Mm. I think you got a recall coming to you. So that's it. And you know what? We forget about that. When John worked at the shop, we knew all the current recalls. We knew all the shit was happening with those bikes, like our Triumph problems with the 12 volt systems. We knew all the things because they're fresh in our head every day. But 10 years later, you forget all about that. And 10 years later, those bikes are coming into their third owner or second owner, and they don't know anything about that. So your bike might have some ancient ass recalls that you could be taking advantage of. So, and which realistically, who knows, maybe this guy didn't ride the bike because he was worried about that or whatever. Isn't there, there's a, I know maybe, they have for cars. Maybe there's an Ohio State fan too. <laughs> that too. Well, that presents a problem. But don't they have websites where you can type in your VIN number yeah. and it'll tell you any yeah. recalls? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And that's a good thing to do. That's a really, really that's good like thing to whole, do. That's like the whole, you know, air-cooled Volkswagen thing with the maple syrup smelling um, heater core thing or whatever uh where you know I, i've heard of oh thank you chris i've heard of people like getting a recall on like an old volkswagen beetle like 40 years later really yeah jesus christ and do we have any idea what the what the story was behind that no no i don't got it that's the I have end no of the idea story. what's behind it <laughs> um 9 11 was an inside job yeah <laughs> yes um did you did you see that uh, whose skull is that a guy named philip what's in it Vodka and orange juice. It's a Phillips head screwdriver. Uh, Chris, that's the standard. You got to beat that. Yikes. Yeah, Yikes. that's it. That's once you beat that, you're good to go. Uh, so, yeah, I got those two bikes. Um, 65 miles on the pink one. Zero miles on the GTS. But that's not the fucking story. The story is our friend Ron sold what's holding Chris's jacket up right now, which is one of my favorite bikes we talk about, you're talking about misunderstood bikes. You want to talk about bikes that nobody understands. We want to talk about, you know, a bike that 
is so ugly only a mother could love it. Yeah, I don't understand it. <laughs> I actually I read up on it. It's pretty interesting. It yeah. is, and I love the dash. The dash is sexy as fuck. So the bike is called a Vespa Cosa, C O S A. And the Vespa Cosa, and I, I've just managed to lose my internet connection for a hot minute, so we'll see what that's all about. But the the deal and why this is important is that Vespa Cosa is a Vespa that was after the P-Series. Now, everyone thinks, you know, the P-Series. Well, they're still building P-Series today, and that's true. Uh, but the Cosa was something when they said, okay, technology has moved on. That's great. What we're going to do is we're going to continue to make advancements to the Vespa line of four-speed shifting two-stroke scooters. The era, the era is 1991 to 96 I think 80-ish. Late 80s to yeah. into the yeah. I think 80-ish. Well, I did, you know, because you posted, yeah. so I had to do research. I think there's Mach 1 and Mach 2. There Mach are, 1 yeah. is 88 to 91, and Mach 2 is 91 to whatever right. you said, like 96 mm-hmm. or something like that. And. That Vespa Cosa, and, and again, it was unveiled at the Milan Motorcycle Show in 1987. Hmm. And what's crazy about the Cosa is there are so many weird elements to it. First of all, it's the only two-stroke Vespa, shifter Vespa, that has an underseat storage area you can put a helmet in, oh. which is fucking weird. Does it's, that one have a tachometer? It does. Yeah. So it has a tachometer. And the seat, I mean, it looks like it could be on a jet ski. Mm-hmm. It's that big. Yep. Oh, the seat is crazy. <laughs> But I'm going to say, conservatively, the nicest thing you can say about a Vespicosa is that it did have more horsepower than any of the other. The 200cc Vespicosa was a straight-up, legit 12-horsepower Vespa, which was much, much more power, much hotter than previous, uh, previous Vespas. And... What was kooky was it still had all the stuff. It had the removable leg shields. It had the four-speed manual transmission. It was still a two-stroke. When you look at the front end of it, it's like a pre-LX. It is a pre-LX. And that is, I think that was like, oh, well, uh, they somebody had a crystal ball and went, well, they're, in about a week and a half, these are all going to be automatics. Let's have one last fucking run at it. Hmm. And this is what I think is so fucking crazy about the Vespicosa is the Germans fell in love with it. I mean, they couldn't get enough of the bike. The bike was wildly popular in Germany. But the styling, the best way to describe the styling is it's like you went backwards at a wall. Really, really, really fast. They wanted more angular. And there's so many weird things. Look at those hubcaps. The hubcaps with the three holes, you know, like... The styling on this bike was every fucking where. What are it, those three holes for? Well, it's well, German, it's just a hubcap. so they were. There was German, so they're yeah. trying to imply something. Right. It's. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally just a hubcap because the regular bike, you know, this is what a Cosa looks like. I like the uh, mirrors. The mirrors, like the the engineers and designers were like, "Hey, Chuck went uh, or not Chuck? Where was it? Uh, Italy? So I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Mario, Luigi, Mario, Luigi. Yeah, yeah, he went. He went hunting last week and they shot moose. Yeah, and the guy's like, I got the mirror design. We got the mirrors for you. Yeah. Um, years ago, when I was in Germany, I bought a Cosa motor and took it apart and shipped it home in my luggage because I wanted to put the Cosa motor in my race bike. So I had a I had a, a I had a T five one twenty five with a Cosa motor in it. Um, but the styling on this bike, it's just kind of bad. It's kind of sad and. But I love it for some reason. It's I just, the only Vespa I've ever seen that's three position on the seat. You could have three people on it. Yeah. Like it seems like. <laughs> but 
the styling is is terrible. The styling is really awful. But in case you weren't sure how bad the styling was, I'm going to tell you there's one feature of the Vespicosa that does put the rest of it to shame, and that is it has linked hydraulic brakes. Hmm. And so what makes the Vespicosa so freaking weird is that if you push the foot brake for the rear, it does not engage a cable going to the rear brake as Vespas have done forever. There's a hydraulic pump. So we have a master cylinder under your feet. And that sends hydraulic juice to the rear brake. But it also sends hydraulic juice forward to the front brake, which is a hydraulic drum as well. There is a cable going from the handlebar brake down to the front brake as well. So if you want to just use the front brake, which anybody who's ever ridden a vintage Vespa will tell you that's never a good idea. (laughs) If you just want to use the front brake, you use the hand. If you want to use both brakes together and lose all sense of proportioning for them, you just use the foot. It's the exact opposite of the way the system should work. It should be like foot only rear brake hand should be both, you know, like that. That would be the correct way to make it work. But the bike is a very, very weird bike. And I have another one. I have a a late model German one that Germans used. (laughs) But why that German one is important is the uh, that's called a Vespa Cosa GS 200. And the Vespa Cosa GS 200 is the German one. And it's not better in any way other than like the trim package is decidedly German. And because they use the term GS, which is Grand Sport, uh, the Grand Sport version of it just has nicer everything on it because Germans. Uh, (laughs) So I do have a a Teutonic gray Grand Sport. Um, There's a picture of it right there. I'll pull this up for you guys so you can see what my GS looks like. And so you, you can say my GS. And so when you say my GS, people lose their damn mind because they're like, oh, you got a GS. Well, this is my GS, Mm -hmm. right? But my GS is very much a COSA. So, uh, yeah, that that will get your fucking attention. So that's uh, one of the things that it's such a weird bike. It has a plastic glove box. The turn signals don't make any sense if you're used to looking at Vespas. There's a better blow up picture of it for anyone who's watching. Uh, but they're so fucking weird. Like even in the world of Vespas, it's a weird bike. It's, it's kind of weird because like the, the LX and and all the modern Vespas are clearly not vintage Vespas. Mm -hmm. This is clearly a precursor to that, Yeah. but it does look like a vintage Vespa. Sure. It has some vintage, but there, I don't think there's one single part that gets shared. Hello. Good out. I don't think there's one single part that gets shared with the P 200. Right. Right. Or any of its predecessors. I think it's a clean sheet build, but man, you talk about love it or fucking hate it. This is a good example of love it or fucking hate it because yeah, that's the Cosa GS and all of its splendor right there. That's the good side. Yeah. Yeah. That's the good side. But it does look like the Lego scooter. It but this looks like seat, oh yeah. this yeah. seat's not as bad as this seat. This seat is a fucking yeah amazing. <laughs> yeah, the seat that's on this one get got the full treatment. So you know this one that's over here is kind of the the newer look. So yeah, but I'm really happy with it. And he did somehow or another he finagled the title. So um, yay! But so There's looking, so you have here. your what is that a sixty? What is the one next to it? A sixty something? That's a sixty five next to it. That's a Vespa Super Sport. So that whole Vespa is yeah. within the seat. Of oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, you could never look at the Vespa, um, the Vespa Cosa, and go, "Oh, that's going to be an uncomfortable seat." No, mm-hmm. but it is not an uncomfortable seat. It's a big fucking marshmallow, is what it is. How much does that thing weigh compared to? Uh, I think they weigh pretty much the same as a regular Vespa. There's really? there's a few well, there's more a lot parts. of plastic yeah. there. That's oh, the right. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, the right yeah. answer. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of fucking plastic there. So yeah, there's a lot of plastic that used to be metal on the regular bike. So it's just weird. The side panels work weird. Everything's fucking weird. So I brought that home. So it was a great thing. I left Cleveland at 6 p.m. and I got back to my house at 1.30 a.m. Mm-hmm. with a very heavy pickup truck. Yeah. So happy Super day. Super cool. Happy day. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Oh, happy day. I love buying bikes. I love getting cool shit, weird shit, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, And everyone, of course, is like, well, you know, what are you going to sell that for? What are you going to sell that for? I was like, well, the Cosa, I'm not selling that fucking thing at all, man. SIP in Germany has, because the Germans, so SIP, they secretly love Cosas. And all the weird unobtainable obtainable, uh, hydraulic hoses for the brake system on that thing are all like press and click it right now on SIP. They'll ship it to your house. So this winter, I'm going to fully fucking mechanically restore two Cosas. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't want to read a single manual that's not in German. Yeah, I want to do it. I'm going to listen to Falco the whole time. Yeah, that's it. Just going to be like Mana das Westens and so on on replay the whole time. Yeah. And can you got to pull up some old kraut rock and just oh, play fuck can? Yeah. You know? Oh yeah, I'll just I'm going to set myself up right over there in that area. I'll set up two lifts with my with my work tools in the middle, and I'll just have two fucking coses, yep. and that'll be my winter project. Is just mechanical on two coses. So very excited about it. Couldn't be happier. German Vespas. Wow. Yeah, that's I, fucking cool. I don't kink shame, so. Yeah, that's right. It is, that is some kink <laughs> shit right there. And people are like, God, it's fucking ugly. Why would you even want that? I'm like, because you don't have one. It's like, it's like a K, it's like a K car kind of hit a fucking Vespa. You know what? And you're right. It is. It is like it's one of those things. It's like the K car. It was yeah. like somebody's like, "This is a great fucking idea." Yep. But then they were just literally, "Yeah, you're right. That was a great idea." <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, man, Lee, you got any more of that shit? You know, I mean, let's build a bike that can compete with the, the plush styling of a Bajaj. I think this is what happens. <laughs> yes, this is what happens when the Italian Lee Iacocca has a meeting with the fucking German DeLorean guy. And they both sit there and they're having like, you know, fucking grappa and schnitzel. Like they're, it's the worst, you know, and with the seat, you can't imagine the success we've enjoyed with the new styling on our Bajaj. (laughs) And the, the German guy had a rough weekend and he couldn't sit on the normal seat. So they had to bolster it a little bit and give him some padding just in case. Well, you know what? To, to back up John's situation there, because I really do want to break, break this down. The bike John's talking about isn't the the Bajaj that we're thinking of from 1980 with you know oh. with you know the normal stuff. The bike John's talking about is the Bajaj Legend. The Bajaj oh. Legend is an eyesore from any angle. Oh. The Bajaj Legend <laughs> sold in America starting here in 2000 2002. The Bajaj what? Legend with a headset that escaped the the Indian space program. The Bajaj Legend is truly awful from every angle they were like you know you know what curves need and they're like what yeah squares and they, <laughs> they stole the headset from robbie the robot there's or a honda spree <laughs> yes <something>. exactly <laughs> the bajaj legend that bike was a bike that you could buy in the united states that's my favorite picture is the uh the three colors when we started selling these bikes this is all you could get silver blue blush Cyberlight green and metallic blue. Wow. That was the three colors. Look at this website, Java Cycles. 
from Athens, Georgia. This was back in the day. I mean, this is a very, very old piece of the internet. I'm going to pull up. It is so... Just 1999. They were 1999. Brand fucking new bike for 1999 in year of our Lord 2001. And we all, all of us, all of us dealers in America, we got our start with this. And the one on the left is the Cheetah. Yep. The one on the right is the Legend. Is the, oh, okay. And as you could see, yeah. you could kind of get rid of that nose assembly mm-hmm. and make it into a P200 looking bike. Yep. The Legend was just unforgivable. The front fender and the headset, the, the seat, everything about it. Now, what they eventually did was they raised the price on the Cheetah a couple of hundred bucks, and I think they were 2300 but you could still get the Legend with uh, for 1999 I mean, you're talking cheap. There's the 2002 colors. I got, I still <laughs> Ferrari got, red. I still have thousands of these flyers because they gave us, every glove box had at least 200 flyers how long, in it. How long did it get before they got a cease and desist from Ferrari? Ferrari's very not cool with people using Ferrari red. This was all done by a guy, guy named Al Colvitis out of South San Francisco, who was the U.S. official Is he rated, it was related to Alcoholic? Hey. Well, I do think he was at the time. I think the company he was working for was Sky Vodka. I think they were importing Sky Vodka into the States at the time. Somebody will correct me on that. But this thing was straight up like, but in 2002, people were excited to see this because remember, the only Vespa that was in America at the time was an ET2 and an ET4. Scroll down. Did that say a four stroke engine? It is a four stroke. It's a four stroke 145. Extraordinarily good at revving low, extraordinarily explosive at revving high. (laughs) So um, we built an exhaust for this called the uh, POC HMF pipe. Hard motherfucker. And the exhaust eventually earned the nickname the back of the pack pipe. So it was the POC uh, HMF, which is Hans Moto Fabric, who makes awesome exhaust systems. We teamed up. We engineered and designed this pipe. (laughs) I love that. We engineered and designed this pipe. We basically took a prototype pipe that we made out of bent tubing and kept shortening it until we got the highest horsepower figure, creating back pressure as we went along. And then we engineered it so that we could use repackable, so we could literally take the pipe apart apart, and repack the fiberglass inside mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as many times as you wanted. Therefore, our pipe was literally repackable. lifetime pipe. Yeah, right. It yeah. was stainless steel. Um, the guys at HMF did a beautiful job of building it. It was hard as nails. You couldn't break the fucking thing. I mean, it was ungoddamn breakable. We sold them for 230 bucks a piece. With 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 the header and everything, stainless steel header pipe, the whole deal. Oh, that's a great beautiful pat, yeah. beautiful badge on the side, the whole thing. Super steel of a price, and I think we did three hundred and fifty or four hundred of them. Wow, yeah, people were lined up, and we did everything. We did the labeling, we did the marketing, we did the packaging, we sent them all out. The one year for Christmas, Merritt and I w- rushed hard so we could get them pipes out two weeks before Christmas, so people could get them in time for Christmas. Merritt and I boxed up in our house and shipped out two hundred pipes. Mm, yeah. Because we had a special deal. If you bought them before Christmas, we were going to give them to you for like two twenty-five or something. It was a little discount or something. But I'm not joking. The voltage regulators on these things exploded. <laughs> if you because Americans don't know that you have to keep a battery charged, so Americans would just let the battery die and then kickstart it. And that was the voltage regulator was like, "No, I'm not meant to do that. No, no, no. I'm not a battery charger. I'm just a voltage regulator. Fuck you." And then it would blow up. And then the flywheels separated because the flywheels decided they were only meant to ever go 4,000 RPM. But Americans like to ride 150 on the freeway at 7,000 RPM. 
And those flywheels, those Indian built flywheels were just like, and they take off and kill the guy in the car next to you. Shit happened a lot. So ripped through like five windshields. Fucking crazy, man. So anyway, what a flywheel will do. I mean, you like, there've been plenty of motorsports events where the flywheel comes out of the car. Yep. Like there was, they were doing a burnout contest or something and it flew out of the car through the fender well, through Mm -hmm. the thing. Shot across a field and went through a fucking trailer. Well, yeah. it's a device like, meant to store energy. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's gonna it's gonna use that energy. But did you I ever met, see? The <laughs> Turn your mic. Did you ever see? Um, uh, Turn what, your mic. Sorry, I wanted to hear what you said. I wasn't trying to be rude. No, you. Um, uh, the guys from MythBusters, right. they wanted to make that that German war thing with yes. the yep. rock, and they redid yep. it, and they expected it. Like they had like brick walls yeah. built and stuff. They thought it was going to go through everything, and they dropped it and it hit the grass and went like seven feet and then fell over. Yep, it was yeah. like this giant thing, and they spun it up and it yep. was crazy. Mm-hmm. But they didn't calculate how squishy the grass was right. and how much like energy it would yeah. suck up, and it was it was hilarious. Well, there's another one where recently somebody had powered up a. 9,000 pound flywheel yeah. to create energy. So they were like, okay, we're going to use a very small amount of energy to get going. So we're going to get it going very slowly over time, but then it's going to have all this inertia and we're going to peel electricity off of it. Right. Right. And so they got it going. And then the guys like they had to come to Jesus. They were like, wait a second. If any part of this fails, we have a 9,000 pound flywheel. That's just going to kill everybody. Yeah. And then they were like, maybe we should back up further. I was like, yeah, like Idaho. Yeah. What the fuck? When a 9,000-pound flywheel lets go, everyone's going to die. Unless it hits muddy grass. So preoccupied <laughs> on, on whether or not they should do it. They didn't think whether... Right. Or, or, yeah, they could or other should. Way, yeah. It well, is the was, other way. That's pretty much what all those old stationary engines yep. were. I mean, it was a pathetic little steam engine or something like mm-hmm. that, but it was enough to get this huge flywheel yeah. whirring along and did you, ever you see, could run a factory. Did you ever see, like, they take those things, the hit and miss motors, and they can actually run at zero RPM? Yeah. Because it'll roll this mm. way and then roll that way, yeah. then roll this way and that. So it's really doing... Yeah, it's it's not doing an RPM. Right. Yeah. Right. But it's doing a sweep. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so do you guys remember when you were kids and grandma had that gold-colored exercise bicycle in the basement? Yes. Oh, yeah. And the yes. front wheel was a big old flywheel? Yep. Yeah. And it had, like, the world's worst caliper side pull brake on it in case oh, shit yeah. went sideways. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, when I was a kid, one of the best tricks we ever had was we'd get on that thing and we would crank it up to, a, you know, a thousand RPM or whatever it was. Yeah. And then you'd lean forward on the handlebars as far as you could oh, it, until the flywheel touched down on the carpet. Oh my God. And when the flywheel would touch down on the carpet, it would, it would rock your world. And it was just game on. And like the idea was it would buck like a Bronco one time. And then your buddies, your friends had to like catch it. So it didn't like take out the piano or whatever. Right. 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 And yeah, fucking hilarious, man. But I did go real hard on it one time. I got it cranking and I committed to doing a stoppy on it. But when I did the stoppy on it, I, I endoed the whole bike. Oh yeah. So I endoed the whole bike and we shot across the entire basement. (laughs) And it turns out that plywood, I'm sorry. um, What do they call that stuff? Uh, oh, wood paneling. Paneling. Oh, yeah. Paneling has a one-inch furring strip behind it before you get to the cinder block wall. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that does not absorb a lot of energy. No. No. Mostly it goes into the nine-year-old. And, yeah, it was hilarious <laughs> because, like. absorb one nine-year-old. Oh, it destroyed the ply, the paneling. The paneling just fucking. No, nobody gives a shit about the paneling. No, it was gonzo. No, yeah, they did. My dad, he'd come in and be like, you're bleeding on the carpet. Yeah. And that that's a problem. So. Yeah, that shit's dangerous, man. Flywheels store a lot of fucking energy. So, yeah, that's that. Anyway, on to other shit. Well, uh, 
still talking about flywheels real quick. I just yeah. watched a YouTube video of a guy who was trying to implement a like a, a Formula One KERS system with a like flywheel storage of energy okay, yeah. in a bicycle. What? And it was pretty cool how he had it. Um, he basically had a, a, a like a lever on the handlebar that would okay. engage a clutch that would spin up a flywheel when you're going down a hill or something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then, right. and then you could come to a full stop. You know, disengage that clutch, come to a full stop, and then you know, sort of engage the clutch again to reuse that energy that's stored in the flywheel. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it didn't work very well. <laughs> <laughs> what? Because. On a bicycle, excessive mass is not necessarily a good thing. Yes, yeah. and 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 the amount of mass that he added to the flywheel yeah. wasn't enough for it to function very well as a flywheel. Not really. Yeah, yeah. I, can, yeah. I can tell you what works awesome as a flywheel: the uh, log splitter flywheel thing. Mm-hmm. Just a big steel flywheel. Yeah. With a X. Well, oh, with an X head on it. And mm. you have to. It's spinning. What? And you go. Ka-tunk. Ka-tunk. Oh my god! Ka-tunk. Okay, Ka-tunk. all right. Until Ka-tunk. any part of your clothing gets <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Scary as fuck, but that is scary great. as fuck. Yeah, but they're great. Yeah, <laughs> sure. that's super fun. That's super fun and super cool. Uh, anyway, but that was yeah, that was that. By the way, look at the ass on that bike. It's amazing. Look at the ass on that thing. That is truly. It's like a double decker bus. My God, the <laughs> the back of that bike is just just. As offensive as should, anything's ever been. It should be like an eyeball painted on that little plastic part underneath the seat. Oh, my God. I can't wait to see this thing in its splendor. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, just me, just me wow. being stupid. It's just such an ugly bike. You're right. It does look like a double-decker bus. Does it run? Yeah, it runs. I rode it. I rode it before. Uh, you know, it's a bad sign when you go to pick a bike up and you tell the guy, you know, I'm going to be there at about 930. And, you know, you're running late. And you pull it down a street and you see the headlight on. And he's been running the bike for 20 minutes waiting no. for you to get there because he knows it won't start because mm. he bump started it probably a hundred times. And, you know, he's, he's had 15 minutes to recover, but it was running when I got there and I took it for a ride and he's like, yeah, you know, just so you know, uh, you know, I'm not making any promises. It's really hard to start. And I'm yeah. like, I, again, I wouldn't even be here buying it if I wasn't fully aware of <laughs> what demons lie in front of me. Yeah. Look. There are certain things when you buy them, you know, it's going to be a fucking nightmare, right? You just know that. So, and this is one of those situations where you just know it's going to be a fucking nightmare. Ain't no doubt about it. I I had the opposite experience last week when I bought something. Yeah. Tell us more. So I'm going to pull the pictures up of that shit because I'm excited about that. So I teased it, but I I didn't really want to say it too much because, you know, I've had situations where I went to buy something and then it wasn't there anymore because... Somebody actually called and told the guy how much it was worth. <laughs> I yeah. fucking hate that guy. <laughs> so I, I found this thing on, on um, well, somewhere. Right. And uh, I called the guy and, and, you know, he was like, yeah, yeah, meet me there, whatever. And we worked out a deal. And I said, listen, I'm going to send you 200 bucks Venmo to hold this. Like, I'm serious. Like, you know, because I'm, I'm starting to get a lot of calls. I'm like, I want it. Like, here's 200 bucks. And he's like, okay. I'll do. And he pulled the ad down. He was cool. So I went out and I got it. <clears throat> and it's a 1985 SP250 <sighs> with the disc brake in the front. Yeah. One owner, it was his dad's, uh, titled, and I mean it's it's it has a scratch. And that's pretty much it. And that's but, all and, you can report. And then the best part, the best part, a scratch, is that when I got there, he was like, he goes, "How far away are you?" And I'm like, "About three minutes." He goes, "Okay, I'm four. I came from Sandusky. I was out there today." So when we got there, I you know I went over and I, I touched the bike and it was cold as fuck. Right. 
It has a decompression switch yes, or a, a thing. Yeah, lever. decompression lever. I was like, do you need to uh, use that? He's like, I've, I've never touched that. And he kicked <gasps> it once and it started and was just sitting there idling. And I'm like, okay, this is all, all right. right. Good to know. Yeah. Um, so I took it home. I took it all apart. And even the inside's clean. Like the, the there's no rust anywhere on the inside of it, anything. All the plastic's good. Like it's, you know, I mean, it has a couple little, you know, it's 35 years old. So it's got a scratch here or two, but I mean, nothing too much more than that. And uh, the only thing that concerned me, I took it for a ride. And the tires are, they're much knobbier than yeah. like should be on the bike. And they're so old and hard that I actually thought that the wheel bearings were fucked because like when I'd start to slow down, it would be almost be like cogging. It would be like kakonk, kakonk, kakonk. <laughs> so I put it up on a dirt bike stand and no, you hit the wheels and they'll spin for 35 minutes. It's just the, the rock hard tires on the bike. So They've turned to wood a long time yeah, ago. Yeah. I'm trying to pull it up, but right now I'm having a little problem with Facebook. But so now, didn't you have one of those, Nick? Didn't you have an SP? My first motorcycle ever yeah. was a 1982 Suzuki SP250. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's one of those. And, it's and one of those bikes. That, that the bike that I sold at Mid Ohio, yep. uh, the yep. one that I rode to Mid Ohio, I on, was going to say yeah. was a was a 87 SP200. Yep. Right. Um, but so that was my maybe third or fourth motorcycle. Yep. But but yeah, my first one was what you had. Mine had drum brakes on the front. It, it was it yep. didn't have oh, the disc. That's it, it, right there. It didn't have the gold wheels either. It had. Uh, yeah, yeah, I didn't know that. I always thought it was just a Honda gig with the gold wheels. No, no. everyone took a shot at. It. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Hey, what there, is the suspension on this bike called? Because I think that's going to be the dude, bike's name. Oh yeah. It is the best name in motorcycle history for a suspension. Mono. What? No. Full floater. Come the on, full man. Full floater, dude. Motherfucking full floater. It's a full. Floater. I didn't know if you're talking about what kind is it or what. No. Okay. Yeah. Do you know why it's called a full floater? Let me know. Because it has a rocking thing. At the well, top, it's right? got, basically, it's got the swing arm, right? right. And it's yeah. got a linkage going up to the top of the shock. So it compresses the shock absorber from both sides. So the shock absorber is fully floating. Right. It's not fixed in any exactly. position to the frame. Well, mine's fully squeaking right now. So yeah, you well, to- <laughs> you might have that. Spray it down with the. There's a picture of yeah. the shock there system. There you go. Yep. So as you can see, there's a cradle holding the bottom of the shock. And there is a cradle at the top for the shock that's hooked up to this, what looks like literally a pushrod assembly. Mm -hmm. So there's like a a rocker box looking thing. You know, that looks like a valve actuator on the top. And you can see this one's got the hose for the remote reservoir. And then there's the arms that operate the bottom of it. It's a spring compressor. It's fucking, it is. It's a valve spring compressor. It's exactly what it looks like, but But, it's super fucking cool. But I do have a question. Yeah. And maybe one of you guys. Not light though. Not light. Yeah, go ahead. The bike's light. It's like 230 pounds. Oh, I just meant the full floating floating system wasn't light. But so the, as, as old bikes did have, it has Schrader valves on the, on the forks. Yes, it does. And, um, right now the suspension's really soft. Um, do you put air in it? Can I put 10 PSI in there or something? You put, mm, take, set your go, your regulator on your air compressor, turn it all the way down to zero. Well, I have, I have an actual like syringe. I have a Fox. Yeah. So five pounds. Yeah. Five Five PSI. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Would be maximum probably. Yeah. We we could look it up or check your owner's manual. Well, it didn't really say that. And so like, there was all these varying opinions that said like, when you get into it, some guys are like, no, put zero and change your fork oil. Mm -hmm. Don't put any oil or get air in it. Other guys say, no, it will never operate right unless you put a few PSI of air into the front shock. I kind of agree with that because um, I've had several of these bikes, and it's always 8 PSI or lower. Okay. and they're, It's not much. Right. And I have a... I have and you'll a f- notice it, right? I mean, like, yeah. you start pumping on it, and yeah. the bike will boom. Yeah. Phil, go yeah. up, up to the top to that ad. The, yep. Right, right there? there on, no, no, the one next to it, actually. The red oh, and blue. Yeah, that one on the far left? 
Okay. This one? Yeah, the, with the orange and red uh, stripes on it. Okay, that one? That's yours. Yeah, that looked just yeah, like mine. that's exactly Whereas like Whereas yours you has the blue decals. The blue seal. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the blue Mine seat. had the, the, the orange and red decals. So No, I think that's the difference between the F. So the F... Well, I think see, it, mine has... That, that's the drum as well. Right, so. so the F has the disc brake and the gold rims. Right, right. Yep. I agree. But the whole, the whole reason I bought this bike is, A, it was... It was cheap. I was almost broke, and I had to borrow 250 bucks from our house fund, so I have to pay my wife back in the next week, or she's going to stab me. <laughs> but um, but I bought it for a mid-Ohio bike because it's like a giant couch. Yeah, it is. You know, and it goes slow, and I mean, it's just nice. But here's an interesting thing. So the seat, the bag behind the seat, everything is in great shape. But, right. you know, it's been ridden, so it had a little dirt on it. I took a magic eraser, and I gently rubbed the seat, yeah. and it looks fucking new. Mm-hmm. Those magic erasers are insanely good at everything they're yeah. magic yeah they are yeah. magic but like, I'm, I'm sure if you go too hard you like the yeah. sp on the side you'd fuck up yeah. mm-hmm. but i went really gently and it's like bright white like it looks like it came yeah. out of the showroom man yeah i was pretty stoked about that. yeah i've actually taken scratches off face shields with those magic erasers mm-hmm. really yeah. that much that a very mild abrasive, abrasive. Yeah. 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 yeah 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 and they're funny because you're like okay this is just foam mm-hmm. right this is just a particular kind of foam and yeah, I mean they're they're crazy. Um, if you ever have to do the in, like the windshield or your car or something like that, the shit is the only thing that works if you have a car that was previously owned by a smoker. Right, right. Yeah, yeah I get it. It's straight up like that and vinegar, and you're that's your home free. So, but yeah, one of the other things I didn't notice until I got home, and you know, I was eyeballing and all excited. I got a bike, whatever, going through it, and it still has the toolkit. It's still, I mean, mm-hmm. everything, nice. everything on it, man. It's yep. pretty cool. Here's an interesting thing. So the uh, both Suzuki fork types I have spec zero PSI, the 79RM400 and the 85SP250. I read the same thing. Yep. Well, I have 82SP250 forks too, but they're the same fork. So I guess they're bleeders to make sure that there's no air pressure in them, I guess. So that's interesting. I think that's pretty fucking cool. But anyway. So what would you have to do? Compress the forks all the way down and then let the straighter valves open? I don't know. Wouldn't they let air suck yeah, in the straighter that's valve? That's my point. I think that you would have to do it at no load. But again, that's why I would I would always want to check the manual because on my Honda CB750 and my oh, Honda CB900, no, in the sp- they in were the springtime, to be pumped up over the winter, they contract yeah. and the air goes in. Air goes in. Right. It, yep. Every fall, every spring, you're supposed to let all the winter air out <laughs> and put in your summer can, air. Well, no, really, just to let bleed out. It's like your gas can expanding and contracting. Yeah, right. Maybe. I don't yeah, know. yeah. It's pretty funny. This guy was like, "Okay, this dude's like, okay, I put one, I put air in one leg and put nitrogen in the other leg, and after a 20 minute moto, there was 4.2 psi more pressure in the air leg." Uh, then and uh, with compressed air, you use oh, yeah, scuba, yeah. and then 1.9 psi more in the scuba leg than the nitro nitrogen filled leg. Okay, so that's that's when we're talking about the difference between air and mm-hmm. nitrogen. So that's kind of interesting. I think that's kind of funny, mm-hmm. but anyway. So the spec is zero psi. Right? If it says that in the check. manual, I found the manual. Yeah, there I you go. Go check it out right now. Yeah. So that's kind of kind hey, of fucking hey, cool. Uh, if you go to my website www.moto-obscura.com you can go to the downloads tab and actually download the Suzuki SP250 manual. Get the fuck out of here. 
by the way. Really? And this is, I, I have this website and I, I just, I'm, I'm I just, right I just remembered it. It's called it. Moto Obscura. Yes, there it downloads. is. There's so we have downloads and links. I got yeah. Fiat. We got Honda. Right. Right. Yeah. We got Suzuki. Uh, yep. Right. There it There's is. There's DR 125. Where's SP 250? Oh, uh, down a little bit more. Yep. 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 There, there it is go. right in the middle. Yep. There's your manual. Yep. Check that out. That there was on go. Nick's website. You're welcome. Well done, Nick. Fucking A, Nick. Nick. Wait, Nick. Nick. Is that a picture of you in 80s garb? It is not. On the cover? No. I stole that from somewhere. It looks quite a bit like Nick, though, if you ask me. That is very, very handy. And see, there's uh, Bandit stuff. There's DR200 stuff. There's Dude, that is fucking great. Basically, it's anything I've ever owned. <laughs> and you, I, so I, you I scanned every for. manual yeah. for every bike you've ever yeah. owned and put it on. Yep. That is fantastic. That's great, man. That is that's super cool. I'm so neat. So, it's so cool that so you there did that you as go. a reference. I, I just remembered that. You literally remembered yeah. that you had his owner's manual on your website. Right. Yep. Perfect. Here's the thing, though. It's a four-valve head. It is. Yep. Yeah. And it has the, the two different exhaust pipes. It does. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And and the thing about these bikes is that a the exhaust pipes are impossible to get, are so they? you have to have a decent one to That's have right. to get it going. Two side panels and gas tanks are impossible. You're easily, as you guys said in the last motor stories, easier to find a motor, yep. wheels, any other part of the bike except for the side panels and tanks. Well, here's the thing: this motor is still in production as the GU250 motor. Yes. It's fuel injected. Yep. Right. Oh, That's true. In, in the new motor, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was going to say the, the GZ250 and the GU250 yep. are like this bike. Mm-hmm. Um, are they? Is it the same with the TU? Yes, yes, I it, think is. it is. It is. Yeah. The, or, I'm sorry, it was the GN, the, the GZ, and GN, the TU. GZ, TU. Yes. So yeah. I wonder, would the headers fit then? Bum, bum, I would bum. imagine. It would seem like they would. Ooh. I've never tried it, but... I wonder why they wouldn't cross-reference, It's amazing that a bike from, you know, uh, from the 80s like this is still out in current production. And and in the DR200 SE, which is used in a lot of uh, the the motorcycle courses and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yep. Do you know what I find very interesting about that is that Suzuki took a motorcycle that was from the 80s, -hmm. and to modernize it, they made it more fuel efficient, and they put on fuel injection, right, which is something that... They haven't been able to do with the DRZ 400, mm-hmm. and it's the same fucking company. And why they would have done it with the SP 250 motor to, to modernize or the, it. Or the DR 650 Or for the DR 650 well, motor. The reason, though, I think is because the groups that are buying that bike right now don't want it. Mm-hmm. Because they want to be in South Zimbabwe and be able to get a carb rebuild kit compared yeah, to having a enough. problem with, mm-hmm. with fuel injection. Yep. Yeah. It is just, that is a crazy thing. But yeah, so the service manual is all right here. Man, that's that's fantastic. And but it's I, a really good scan too, Nick. It's It looks great. Looks, well, looks I didn't scan it. Didn't scan I, it? I, I stole it you from somewhere it. else. Yeah, but, yeah. You, you taxed and, it. And I, uh, I I got a PDF editor and I deleted all the watermarks. I was going to say, it looks really yeah. clean, man. Good job. I noticed there's a Manscaped uh, commercial oh. on there too, yeah. Oh, yeah, I got a Manscaped on commercial. His, yeah. on, on his web page. There you go, yeah. on his website. Absolutely. Manscaped, Manscaped, Manscaped. <laughs> Just to keep them fresh, you mm-hmm. know. Now that they're legitimately straight up sponsoring us, that's pretty rad. So that's cool, man. I really like that. And, and, and after you... Hoffer will be glad to know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> after you, you posted about the SP250, I actually... Here's the thing with with my SP250. I when I first bought it, it didn't have a title, and I tracked down the original owner because the title was still in his name, and he gave me the title for it, and and that was cool. And he let me know if I ever was about to sell it, let him know, and he'd be willing to buy it. And so two years later or so, I sold it back to the original owner. Wow. Who who bought it new in 1982, and um. 
I really haven't stayed in contact with this guy, but but after you posted those fit those uh, photos, yeah, I I sent him an email. I was like, hey, this is kind of silly, but if you ever decide that one day that you want to sell that bike, <laughs> sell it back to me. Sell it back to me. Yeah, it, it was my two first, owners. It was my first motorcycle. That's fantastic. Uh, and he said, yeah, I'm 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 having way too much fun with it right now, but if if I ever decide to get rid of some of some of my stuff, you'll be the first person to know. So. That's cool. Yeah. Very fucking cool. Now, ba- the, the um, Brotherhood of the Traveling SPs. Yeah. <laughs> Bagel, Bagel had something similar happen with he had bought or he had acquired a Vespa that had been abandoned in his place for way too long. And the woman who was a partner to the original owner of it, I guess, had managed to put a, a, a thing out in the Internet web saying, if anyone's seen my bike, let me know. Yeah. And Bagel was like, that bike's in my garage right now. So unfortunately, he moved all the way from the San oh, Francisco yeah. area all the way to Oregon, and she's still in the Bay Area. So, oh, wow. but he's doing it. He's selling the bike back to her so she can get her original bike back. So that's badass. That's pretty cool, dude. I think that's the coolest thing yeah. in the world. Hey, have you heard? Has he has Bagel made any progress with his uh, electric uh, bunny rabbit or whatever the hell he was making? I have no idea if he's made any progress with the uh, the. Is that a Fuji Rabbit with electric motor? Was that the plan? I think. What's the big German uh, scooter? That's a Heinkel. Heinkel. That's what he's doing. The Heinkel 103A2 Tourist, which yes. is, I have one of those in my oh boy garage right now. I have, call Bagel. Call, call Bagel. bagel. <laughs> call Bagel. Call Bagel. Yeah, we fucking love Tom, and we will call him whenever we want, but we'll also... We, give him a warning. Yeah, we'll give him some warning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's a friend, and we don't yeah. want to abuse our friendship right, that way. Right. That's it. Tom's a, a student. And speaking of which... They are going. They are full on for Mid Ohio. Oh, good. Full on for Mid Ohio. And did anybody see the email today from Mid Ohio? They're completely stealing our moves. Because what did we talk about last week in our podcast? The shit you should bring for Mid Ohio. Yep. And what did AMA Vintage Days? What did their fucking say today in the thing? The shit you should bring to Mid Ohio. Yeah. It's yeah. like they're listening to us, but I don't think that one dropped yet. So I, I think no. they, they might be listening to us in the future. So, I actually just made a two hundred and eighty dollar donation to Mid Ohio camper spot. Yep. Yeah. It's in it to win it. Yeah. yeah. Then you have to throw some of that man- manscaping money your way and thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make it we'll make it all fair for you. Speaking of which, support for Cleveland Moto is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below the waist grooming champions of the world. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped just launched their fourth generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that, right? The 4.0. Join over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped. With this exclusive offer for you, 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code CLEVELANDMOTO. It's all one word, Cleveland Moto. I will have to tell you that. I'll have to tell my accountant that. I have to tell everybody who calls here that. So is it www.clevelandmoto.com? I'm like, ma'am, how do you spell... Yeah. <laughs> no, it's clevelandmoto.com. My uh, my yeah. lawnmower 4.0 saved my life this week. I was Tell us more. I got surrounded by a gang of unruly gentlemen and uh they said that they would kill anybody that was not or over 18. <laughs> and I said I said I might have a beard, but I am very much only 14 years old. And they said drop your pants and I did and they said you may go, sir. <laughs> You are as clean as the freshest child there is. And they said never underappreciate the beauty of a freshly shorn scrotum. Exactly. Yeah, that is it. And I that's thought, it. I think they just saw your tiny weenus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's but very you know what? Because too. of Manscaped, 
you can see his tiny wings. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Um, Manscaped.com. That's right. Get in there and use the promo code Cleveland Moto and get 20% off a straight up a tool that is a beauty, a bonnie, a joy to behold. It legit does what it says it does. Well, Very few things. And it's waterproof. So I was it able is to waterproof as a son make of an announcement in my household of three other women. Yeah. Well, not other women. Three, <laughs> three women that you're <laughs> in I just wanted of. to remind them that it is waterproof and it can yeah. be washed. So although I know you would never use it. Yeah. When you do, please wash when it off. When you do. Because right? let's just be honest with you. They're going to be, they're going to use your shit. Like, and, yeah. And I was at, I was at Target uh, shopping for some home products. Yeah. And they have it there. And there's almost none in stock. So really? they're popular. Oh, so people are buying so, them. And they're buying them for full price. Yeah. You know, so just saying. <sighs> you can save a few clams. You can save some clams okay. and get it delivered straight to you. That's a fucking. different product. <laughs> <laughs> that'll, be, that'll be their next rebrand. Oh, yeah, Am I hearing a clamscape 4.0? Oh, <laughs> when, it can, when it becomes the ladyscaper. Clamscape. <laughs> clamscaped is totally just writing itself right now, man. Yeah, All I'm hearing is clamscaped. That's it. Yeah, perfect. Um, but I will say that I, I got to admit, I'm also taking advantage of the waterproof feature. Because, uh, you know, the plumbing at the old, at the Waters estate isn't, you know, you'd think the last name of Waters, my plumbing would just be perfect on the money. Right. It's part of the family. Nope. It's a curse. Uh, yeah. Three, four inches of water in the bottom of the tub mm-hmm. as I'm showering up. Mm-hmm. Did and you shave your drain? No, I didn't shave my drain, <laughs> but I have a, a very extensive hair trapping system. Okay. That, you know, that, that works on three levels. Steve would be impressed. Uh, but here's the crazy thing. I dropped it and I was like. That's not wet. That's submersed. Mm-hmm. Like that is one hundred percent. It's a fucking submarine now. But it has a light, so you could probably find it. Well, yeah, I didn't. Yeah, <laughs> not a problem. Yeah, but that thing is magic. So I am going to tell you that thing is legit magic. Uh, digging every fucking part of it. It's great. Uh, so if you are into it, just fucking do it. It is the thing. Maybe somebody will respect you more. And maybe that formerly uncharted territory will be charted in the future. Mm-hmm. Maybe you could get your wife to do a little Lewis and Clark expiration if she doesn't have to fucking cut her way through the brush. Right. Like she's mm. some fucking, you know. No machetes involved. Exactly. Or, My God, man. Or vice versa. Or vice versa. Yeah. John's saying, yes. <laughs> Clamscape 1.0. <laughs> <laughs> that is it. Um, so lame jokes aside, Smith, I think it's time. I think it's time for the. Yeah, because he's got to go. He's got, no, got his heart he's out, man. Go soon. Yeah, we need the Smith joke. Yeah. So I was in bed with a uh, with a blind woman, and she reaches down and touches me and says, "That's the biggest penis I've ever felt." And I said, "Well, you're pulling my leg." Okay. Honest. No, I have to say, dues are paid. He has permission to leave. Yeah. If he wants to leave, he can leave. <laughs> Three Mrs. stars. Smith, yeah. Out. That that is the best joke I've heard tonight. Three stars. Absolutely <laughs> fucking fantastic. Yeah. Chris that's Smith. That's brilliant. Alex. Chris did a great Chris job. Chris Smith, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Chris Smith. Chris Smith, ladies and gentlemen. That is it. Uh, Try the veal. I'm here all week. <laughs> the, uh, Chris, I did, uh, Chris, notably the only one who rode to the podcast. He did right. And he wrote, his, he wrote his anus. Nick, can you help him get yeah, out the he's door? He's going to need a little help getting yeah. out the door because yep. the handlebars on that anus are wide. Yeah, you well, didn't used to be. Did you see what you can do with the Jane, uh, with the manscaper? Oh, you can get some six pack ass. Dude, or eight check pack. that dude out. He got eight pack. Yeah, I'm thinking <laughs> that's the look for Mid Ohio. Yeah, yeah, that's oh. the way to go. Yeah, just just rock that shit, just the way it's meant to be, right there. So, um, 
coming on, uh, you know, as we are to all the different events that are happening right now. Right, right. And, and getting into the fact that we have to get used to the fact that we are in f- doing events again. Yep. Uh, a couple of things. Let's just be aware that there are still people that are masked up and mm-hmm. like to be masked up, or maybe they can't get a vaccine or something like that. So just a little tip from your Unky Phil. Keep carrying your mask with you. Yep. Just have one with you because you will go into places like this shop where, yeah, the door's locked. We have appointments and we welcome. We welcome people in with appointments. We give them amazing service because of the appointment. Mm-hmm. We have one-on-one spiritual interactions with people now that aren't divided by some knucklehead coming in and going, <laughs> you know, one, one video calls them window lickers and tire kickers. Yeah. And I have been like, what's happened? The way our business has changed, the way we're giving people better customer service, all of that, it's totally there. But just for the next Six months. Make me a promise. Just carry a fucking mask. Yeah, it just, just helps. keep one on you. It doesn't matter yeah. what you think. Like you know, like we're all vaccinated, great. Right. Yeah, but there's grandmas. There's yeah. people out there that maybe just can't deal with it. And if you go into somewhere and you're not sure, when in doubt, whip it out. Yep. You know, just just put the goddamn thing on and walk into the place uh, if that's the case. Because what we've seen here in the past week, this is the fastest week in the history of America. Because we've gone from, like, apparently everywhere in the world is still masked and everything else. I've had people come up to the front of my shop. I'm like, well, you know, we're going to let you in the shop. That's great. you got an appointment. But we are asking you to wear a mask, right? Mask? Mm-hmm. Well, this is over. That's over now. It's, it's well, we don't have to wear masks anymore. And I'm like, well, you do here. Yeah. And we told you that. And it's on the website. But, you know. Maybe just have it with you. Yep. But it is funny. It's like, I still keep one with me everywhere I go. I got one in my pocket right now. Mm-hmm. If I got to break, bust it out, I'll bust it out. But it's like, if if you're going somewhere and somebody says, hey, man, we're going to go down to the hot tub. We'll meet you down in the hot tub. When you go downstairs to get in a hot tub, are you wearing your drawers or are you naked? You're wearing your drawers. Why? Because you don't know what kind of party it is yet. <laughs> now, if it's a good party, you can take your drawers off and nobody will be mad at you. But if you but if you drop your towel, and you're naked, and you're the only one who's naked, are you here? <gasps> yeah. Then what did you do? <laughs> you, you, you done fucked up. Yeah. It's the same with the mask. Yeah. It's the, having no mask and going in somewhere is like going into an unknown hot tub situation, just fucking commando. For a well, second, I thought you guys were still talking about manscaped. We no, were. No, no, yeah, yeah. But but on top of that, you yeah. know what's kind of funny with like people losing the masks now? Yeah. I forgot how bad Ohioans' teeth are. I had a guy this morning at uh, Lowe's. He breathed on me from two (laughs) registers away. How the fuck do you breathe on somebody from two registers away? But it hit me. And it hit me, and I knew it was only one thing. Oh, yeah. That was stank mouth. Oh, dude. Remember when we were kids, it was like they call me yuck mouth because I don't brush? Yep. I like my teeth like this. That, That little back to school. Oh yeah, schoolhouse rock thing. Yuck mouth, yeah. Yuck mouth, man. That dude hit me from, and and the thing was, I was like, oh, what the fuck is that smell? Well, and because had, of the pandemic, there's a backlog of teeth cleaning. I mean, for a long time, dental offices were closed, and yeah. even I need to go in and get a yeah, 
can make an appointment to get mine. I'm almost a year and a half, two years out. Can't your but wife just do that at home while you're well, sleeping? Well, that's what I told her. She's busting my balls about making an appointment. I'm like, go get your fucking tools. Go get your gear. <laughs> right. Dude, Harbor Freight I don't have picks. the right light. And I oh, don't my, that, that, my that, wife that. doesn't go to the auto shop for anything. My wife doesn't be like, okay, well, Phil, I got to take the car in. Hmm. No, she's like, mm, um, uh, um, it didn't start this <laughs> also, morning. Also, Harbor well, Freight Well, my wife's the picks. same way, too, but apparently it's not reciprocal. Oh, <sighs> see? Somebody's I mean, salty. honestly, we got we to gotta sort that out for John. Everyone mm. shows up with their mouth open. Uh, <laughs> Everyone shows up. Hey, well, Peggy. I, you know, I, I, she uh, was on board with like, if times get hard, we right. can have like a, you know, like they used to have the salon in the basement. We'll have a teeth clean. We'll have yeah. our own little dental office. My mom had a basement. beauty salon in the basement oh, yeah. my whole life. Well, my mom was a hairstylist. Like yeah. she worked at a hair salon. Yeah. So I, up until like a couple months ago, I have never paid for a haircut. Right. But now I have. Yeah, my whole neighborhood. <laughs> you need to get your money. You'll, be, you'll be the hygienist, and I'll just lie and say I'm a dentist. Perfect. Rank teeth out. Maybe. Especially the gold fillings. I'm not a gynecologist, but I'll give it a look. The, uh, <laughs> that's it. The, uh, for sure, for sure. The uh, Manscape. Yeah. 4.0. <laughs> you know, I the right to, tools for the job. When I was like 17, you know, me and my buddies would be like, oh, man, I want to be a gynecologist. No, and no, And then somebody's no, like, dude, no, you do no, realize no, that 90% no. of the time no. they're sick. They're broken. Yeah, they're broken. <laughs> they, the, the perfect ones never show up there. No, 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 no. That's like being a dentist. Yeah. The perfect rack of teeth never shows up. No. The perfect rack of teeth is always somewhere else. The perfect rack of teeth is exactly not at the dentist. But when when somebody else opens their fucking screw top head and you look in there and be like, what the Jesus Christ? Yeah. It looks like a fucking garbage pail, kids. Speaking of the perfect rack, my wife just got a renovation. Oh, yeah? She's convalescing. She's convalescing? Reduction. Oh, she did? Yeah, good for her. Good for her. I'm sure she's going to be a lot more comfortable now. She said the first time she stood up, she almost fell backwards. Uh, (laughs) She overcompensated, nearly launched herself. She's like, whoa. My God. I'm just going to get 30% of my nutsack removed. I think that's about right at this age. John had, what, three quarters of his wiener removed a while ago, so it's all working out. I think it's all still there. You just can't get to it. You just can't get to it. I had a buddy tell me one time, if if a guy loses 25 pounds, it's like getting an extra inch of dick. Oh, I can tell you. When I raced bikes, I was 178 pounds, right? Yeah. Now I'm (laughs) 235-ish. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, it's not it's not good. I need it back. <laughs> McMurray, just, McMurray's a piece of shit. Yeah, he's a piece of shit. I'm 5.1 inches, 100% oh. average. <laughs> I'm, oh. a, I'm a solid, I'm a solid uh, six inches. <laughs> solid six inches. <laughs> yeah. So I, did you, I did see that they're talking about doing, you said a Shorzy. Yeah. So a yeah. Shorzy. Show. Letterkenny. Spinoff, yeah. A spinoff of Letterkenny. Yes. Just Shorzy. Just Shorzy. Because, I mean, honestly, Shorzy is one of the highlights. He is. But yeah. it's always dangerous when they do a spinoff. What about Schmelzy? Oh, yeah. Shorzy, Schmelzy, tuck your sack. You oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sure he'll be included. I, I mean, it's all Wayne yeah. anyway. It's all, yeah, yeah, it's all the same actor. But I do, I, I get into that. Like well, that whole I jam. Hope, I hope that they don't just rely on the, 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 the comebacks and wittiness. I hope they kind of like really get into his backstory. Like, why is Shorzy that way? Mm-hmm. You know, that could be interesting. If they actually like ex- exercise that, that could be interesting to see the backstory or see him fucking with somebody's yeah. mom or something. You know what I mean? It can't just be him quipping all the time and just throwing fucking hockey quips out there. All oh, the yeah. Time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, it can. 
Yeah, it, it actually can. You know, the whole thing about Shorzy though is it's always the visual of what's happening when he's not there, right? Because right. the whole thing about Shorzy is last night I was doing your mom or whatever, right? Right. That's all the the, the image you're painting right. in your head is right. the Shorzy story. So right. sometimes it's like I will say this: the okay, I'm going to date myself here, but Laverne and Shirley was an amazing spinoff of Happy Days. Yeah. Right. Pretty much. Do you remember the Lenny and Squiggy show? No. Did they do it? Uh, yeah, a little bit. You didn't want to see. Well, you didn't want to see those okay, guys. Okay, but where does Sean and I come in then? Well, but well, but with Scott Bayo then he had his thing too. But Charles and weren't Charlie. Lenny and Squiggy on Sean and I? I don't think so. Uh, maybe I'm no, no, I don't no, think so. Sean and I was on. That's on Bowser. Laverne and Shirley. Awesome. Show. Yeah. yeah, they brought them in a few times. Yeah, so. okay. Yeah, 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 it's yeah, like yeah, musical yeah. guest kind of thing. Okay, so just yeah. some crossover here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but you're right. That was all part of that universe. So there is that kind of weird thing. It's like. Seeing what Len and Squ- Lenny and Squiggy were up no. all the time, seeing mm-hmm. them in close relief, wasn't great. No. So I wonder if Shorzy. And the other thing too is you can't ever show his face. Right. No, yeah, that's the thing. So he's going to end up being like the neighbor on the fucking home, you know, Home Alone or yeah. the Home. Uh, yeah, 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 Home Improvement. Anyway. How's it so, going, or, Jim? Or, yeah, yeah, that whole James. Anywho, but that's a digress. I'm just away waxing from another... my African drums before I go to you know. <laughs> yeah, that was the that was the man's experience. Yeah, uh, so I guess that's probably it. Then there's not. Are we going to talk about motorcycles? We should what? talk about motorcycles. We were um, talking about motorcycles. We, we should talk about John, motorcycles. You know what? I'd like to talk about a motorcycle. Okay. Would you like to talk a about a motorcycle? motorcycle? Go well, ahead. Let's well, talk, John. It's not my motorcycle. It's a close friend of mine. Let me ride his motorcycle oh, last yeah, weekend. Sunday. Yeah, after the ECU tune in Header. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which it was doing a little pop, and we figured that out. I figured we, that out. There's a fix for that, but I got to ride Steve's Z900 a little bit. Oh. And actually, it was actually after, well, we'll just right. say some drinks. Yeah, a couple pops. Okay. All right. We left the compound, and Hofford came with us, and he was riding his electric bike. Mm-hmm. And then it became a little showdown between Zero and Zed. Yep. yep. Ooh. It was kind of fun. That's yeah. kind of scary. Yeah. And I got on it when we were first riding. And I okay. So thinking about that, that's kind of interesting because the Zero's got about eighty foot pounds of torque. Mm-hmm. Doesn't weigh very much. Mm-mm. The the Z nine hundred RS has got about eighty foot pounds of torque. Mm, around there, but I think yeah. with the ECU flash, it might be pushing a little. Put bit a little more. bit more. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. Weighs more. Well, it's 425 pounds. Yeah. Zero, zero is 295. Okay, so 100 yeah. pounds. Right. Okay, well, how'd it go there, Skippy? Well, I started off, Steve Steve was egging me on. Okay. I was, I was. I'm riding somebody else's bike. Exactly. Right. After yeah. we're, bar- we're, it wasn't, you know, we were in straight areas. We After some trying. barley pops, so I'm not really trying to, you know, yeah. But then somebody started encouraging me. Then, like, <laughs> so then it was, I would take it up to, I'd, he'd blow me away for off the line because right. I really wasn't going, I wasn't not trying it. to kill anybody, yeah. right? Yeah. So he was blowing me away off the line, but I'd bang second. And by about third, if I wanted to hang on to it, I would have whizzed by him. Okay, yeah. And this guy's back there is like, third, up in the air, go by him. I'm like, no, I'm not doing a third gear wheelie past Steve. Okay. <laughs> Until I did. Until you did. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I got him like the one, I was. I got a little better and I got a little braver and, a little, you know, as we launched, you know, every stoplight to stoplight. Right. Then finally, I, you know, then I also was like, all right, well, I was also being lazy. I wasn't watching the light much. Yeah. I caught him a little bit off guard and I was just, but I kept him off my back. He never yeah. got past me. No, no, no. Yeah. Okay. But right. It is it is the smoothest motorcycle I've ever ridden. Yeah. Like I'm, I, I do have to agree with that. Uh, 
with the hydraulic clutch yeah. and the shifting is not a, there's no clunk there's no anything it just shifts uh, and i know I, I hit neutral a couple times because it was seemed it shifts so effortlessly yeah. i was just like well if i just wiggle my big toe it'll shift gear yeah okay right? yeah and it didn't, but you have to give it a little bit more than that, you know. But it almost would, you know. Nine times out of ten, it yeah. was just like, okay. And then, so he put that Del Quebec pipe on yeah. there, and it sounds fantastic. Oh, fantastic! It, it, I mean, it's, it's a stock everything. can. So the stock can, yeah, stock can still there, but the headers but changed. I have to tell you a sleepy thing. So I, I, I sat there on Saturday. I got up early. You know, I took it out. I was by myself, and so I took the other thing. The old, the catalytic converter has to be thirty-five pounds. It's a fucking... Oh, they're monstrous. It's ridiculous, Oh, yeah, right? fuck yeah. On every motorcycle. It's, it's, it's way too heavy. Yeah. So anyway, so I, I put the pipe on, you know, I align everything, I do all this stuff, I yeah. make sure everything's perfect, and I'm, I'm really spending time on this. Fighting right? with four separate pipes all yeah, the time. All, cause, yeah, because it's, you know, so I'm like... I'm, oh, I'm, wait, wait, so it's not, it doesn't come in as a one piece? No, no, Oh, no, no, no it's no. four it's fucking four, individual yeah. pipes? So like, you're, I'm holding it upside down, laying underneath the bike... I, I, I greased in the, the brass bushing so they didn't fall out because I figured, okay, grease will burn off. Who cares? You know, whatever, right? Yeah. So I put it all together. I get it all together. And then I actually used my head, took window cleaner, wiped all the pipes fucking 2,000 times to get every bit of finger oil right. off of oh, everything yeah. Yeah. and everything I could do. And it's perfect. And I started up and I'm like, I got a boner. It sounds amazing. Right. Yeah. And it's sitting there and it's running for about two, three minutes and, right. and, and it burns off the grease. Yeah, you got to burn off the grease. Right? And, so then uh, that yeah. stops smoking and everything's cool. And I'm like, oh, this is great. And the wind goes, Whoosh. And then my my one Harbor Freight not cotton fucking microfiber towels. <gasps> no! It and falls it just, into the hot header? It, no, it flew across the driveway and slammed into the right oh. side of the hot header. And it just goes, <laughs> And I'm like, ah! So I grab it and it's just all black and gross. Oh, yeah, and I'm yeah, like, motherfucker. Yeah. And so I just, I walked away because I was yeah. about to bash things with baseball bats. Yeah. And so I walked away and let it cool down. And then I bent a razor blade uh-huh. around yeah. a pipe. Okay. And I took it and I went, and it came right and off. Came right and everything's off. all nice, nice, nice. and cool. Nice. Good But man. I was just like, Jesus Christ. Like, I, I, I did the right thing. Like, you know what I mean? I didn't, I wasn't stupid about it. I yeah. didn't rush anything. Good I did all you. the things. I got to say, I have never seen a four into one header that you had to self-assemble. But mm-hmm. I guess in retrospect... You kind of have to because yeah. you can't just it's not like an old Kirker four into one where you have all the room in the world. It's OK if the thing hangs seven inches down away from stock. Right. But on this bike, you do kind of have to assemble each of the headers into the collector. Well, do you know well, when I found this out, though? Uh, is when I came home and the box was, was way smaller than it <laughs> yeah, should have right. been. I was like, oh, yeah. right. <laughs> well, I ordered a header box <laughs> that, and you get a shoe box. Yeah. That, that, that four into two uh, exhaust that I had on the bandit was yeah. the same way. It was all individual pipes. All little tiny yeah. pipes. With springs. So, do you, so but, uh, here's my question to you. Because that is spring tension. Um, loaded onto the collector. So there's four individual headers that go onto the four into one collector. Mm-hmm. And then there's four springs that, that hold each one of those header pipes. Into right. The collector. Well, it's, 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 it's four into two. So like, right. you know, like there's like one on the back and then that one holds the two. So it's pulling okay. into the same point and right. they're tight. I had to put all my weight and somebody else and a yeah. foot on it to get those springs. On well, and thing. you know, there are spring pulling tools oh they sent it buy. with you oh, yeah. oh they did okay yeah, yeah, that's they sent, a good yeah. question yeah. yeah yeah they did that yeah but um so here's the other thing so i got the ecu flashed for that header right and for the thing which they don't tell you you do have to cap off this pairs thing which feeds fresh air to the exhaust and it's okay, underneath yeah. the gas tank it's on the right side of the right. um that looks box. like the kit you got right there right yes that's okay, it okay that's the kit so, but me, at the time, I didn't know it. So we were getting D-cell pops. No big deal. But now oh, I know like it. On command. And when yeah. you, like, 
And that bike with that that exhaust on it, it made every person I went by, I had to blip the throttle. It was just yes. like, whoa, whoa, <laughs> <laughs> you know, just like a nice pop, oh, like really? a, good, yeah. a good pop. So I love that. But Ray, then, I, I'm thinking diesel child, diesel pops. What's the problem? No, it's not a problem. But I mean, whatever. But anyways. So, but, so I got the ECU flashed and the guy does all this stuff and like lowers the fan rate, takes off the speed governor and all this other right. stuff. Right. Yeah. But what I didn't know, cause I, I, I just wanted the things to tune for the pipe. Right. Right. But it changes your traction control one and two. Uh-huh. So traction control one now. Right. Um, will let you wheelie more. Okay. All okay. Right. But I didn't know this. Okay. So when I was going home. What about uh, traction control two? That's for like rain. And okay, so that's it, rain mode. Yeah, but it's <laughs> okay. still it's so you basically have two channels of traction control and then off and then off. Yeah, and right. off is just what's, full balls. What's traction control? <laughs> yeah, well, that's what we're finding out. Oh, on this bike you need it. I, I was yeah. I'm like yeah. traction control is at less less lethal, right? Yeah, right. I'm not riding this without. It. It'll it'll right. stop you from murdering yourself, but it'll let the front wheel come up now. That's what I, I, say, I didn't yeah. know this. Right. So when I got pissed at this guy doing 25 and a 50. Yeah. I blasted past him and my I downshifted the second mm-hmm. and nailed it. Yeah. And all of a sudden I saw trees <laughs> and air and I probably scared the living fuck out of Do this. Do you think 80. it was like a two foot wheeler or, or a ten inch wheeler? I mean, you've ridden enough wheelies. I mean, I know, but I, I wasn't expecting yeah, it. So, so it was, it was kinda, probably a foot and a half to two, but it felt yeah, like it felt twelve like o'clock. A, yeah, like, it like it was just not yeah. expecting right. it. You know, like it was interesting. Because that's the thing is, like with some of the bikes, um, you know, Zero SRF is a good example. Mm. Uh, yeah. Sure, it can let you. It will let you have a wheelie. It just lets you have a little bit of a wheelie. Mm-hmm. You know, enough wheelie to say you had a wheelie. You know, but it's not going to throw you. Up. It's not going to toss you. No, yeah, that's not. That's the deal. Oh, that's cool. That's very cool. But you know what else is weird? So like all these years, you know, like I I tried to live the adventure bike dream as many people do, and like uh-huh. we live in Ohio, so the, the dream is like we're going to slab three and a half hours to get to a riverbed <laughs> yeah. and play adventure bike for five minutes. And right. I'm not saying that like. Like Mike and those other dudes, they go way down to South they, South Ohio, yes. and they get it. Like, there's plenty of amazing roads in Ohio, but they didn't put them around Cleveland. Right. So yeah. you got to be dead. Like you have right. to have a day to go down yeah. just to get to where you're going yep. to do all that stuff. That's right? true. But yeah. the whole time of those bikes, they're wonderful bikes. If you're on the highway, you're doing some stuff. You're cruising at 35, 40, doing whatever. Yeah. But when you get to the twisties, I was like, man, I st- I really suck at riding now. Like this okay. sucks. Like what happened to me? I used to be halfway okay at riding. Right. You know. And this bike changed that whole thing. Like, right. by the time you think about a turn, you're through it. Yeah. Like, it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, man. I definitely like the handling on it. And it's it's nice and straight. It's yep. just like, and you just like, it, I can't, it, it was like riding the CB1 a little yeah. bit bigger, but it's yeah. really nice. I can't get over, I mean, the bike is just beautiful. You got to ride mean, it now, dude. Yeah. It's a way different thing. I'm excited than it was, right yeah. now. Yeah. Did I'm you do the pairs now. thing, or are you still working on I'm going to do it this weekend. I've had no time. That's why the the podcast from last week is dropping tomorrow, because okay. I literally had no yeah. time this week. I'm, I barely got, in fact, I was up till 1 a.m. last night doing motor stories, and I finally got, that was the first time I missed Wednesday. It was still Wednesday, but. Yeah, it's still Wednesday to drop. But it was late, yeah. but it's getting harder now because we're in golf season, so like I'm. Oh, golf season. <laughs> anyway, thank you for letting me thrash thr- oh, no, no problem. a little bit. I, I wanted feel to bad if, if the chain stretched a little. Well, yeah. it needs to happen. <laughs> <laughs> so when he, you got on after him, did it? Did the suspension readjust for a one-person seating? No, but you know what's funny? You know, no, but you know what's funny? I was like, the bike looks a little bit lower than I remember it from the back. It was, oh, because you finally got to see it from the outside. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I get it. Yeah. I get it. What did you think about the Versys? I loved it. Yeah. I liked it a lot, man. In fact, I'm kind of bummed. So, like, now, because I have a bike to ride that I can go on long distances, whatever, I'm going to take apart the FJ now and, okay. and align it. 
Like it needs, I'm going to clean it. I'm going right. to do lube everything. Yeah. I already got new chain and sprockets, but I'm going to realign everything. Mm. Um, because John's bike was so much fucking smoother than my FJ. It was ridiculous. Oh, yeah. yeah. The Versus is a nice bike and it's Versus no slouch is- either. No. Like when you guys were taking oh. off, I kept oh, up with like, it. Yeah. I'm like, oh, he's. I couldn't keep yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, I, <laughs> I, I would, you know, I was leading actually, which is pretty rare. For yeah. Me. Yeah. Right. You did. Yeah. You took us on nice roads too. Yeah. We went, uh, yeah. But uh, I did keep you in mind. I was oh, like, oh, well, thank you, you can't expect this. Like, well, you, 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 you look at a straightaway that you can see three well, miles. Well, that's what down, you were like, like, do you want right. to go back again? I'm like, well, not right now. There's a nice stretch out on Parsons Road where it's just country two-lane road yeah. where you could mm-hmm. yeah you could you could definitely speak but i i did I, on the way I home hit, though. uh 60 miles an hour i'll let you guys know i i did um so almost highway speeds and this is on so, the super hawk yes this yeah. is on the super hawk yeah. which uh currently has a rev limit of about six thousand rpm oh really because it how'd had, you do that it, well it's it's misfiring ah um, so, so at some point, working it's that out, but so over sparking. I, I did yeah. test. I did test the speed uh, limiter reduction on the way home, real quick. And allegedly, um, I don't know what the speedometer error is, but it was at one fifty six when I got too oh scared boy. to shut it down. Okay, yeah. so it moves. Yeah, that's. I mean, that seems pretty legit. Yeah, yeah. but I'm not going to mean. What was the original governor set for? One forty. One forty. Yeah, that, that's yeah. about right. Yeah, that sounds pretty cool. Yeah, I. I'm looking at that bike, and again, I think you probably oh, got the best color. Um, I've still, I'm, I'm going to say that the KZ that I had was the orange and chocolate variety, mm-hmm. variety, and I think that if sure. I were to pull that particular trick, I would have to pull it in this color. Did you see the green yeah. though? The, I did. The the, the black non, and green. Yeah, yeah, the black that and green. That one's pretty. It, well, there's that that cool. one green that's the very similar to the Honda Candy Bacchus mm-hmm. green. Yeah, Bacchus that's, green a, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah, one. Yeah. Forest green, yeah. 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 I, I, it's part of, I just, it's just part of my history that to me, KZ's in that, and you know what? It's the color that if I remember correctly, my uncle was like, yeah, you know, I don't know these brown and orange ones, they, they just don't sell. <laughs> and I was like, in retrospect, that was such an identifying color for those bikes. Right. So yeah, that's a pretty interesting. Isn't it, isn't it root beer? Like root beer. orange and root yeah, beer, right? Root beer. Yeah. Orange and root beer, yeah. 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 And I think that that's, you know, that's a funny thing, but that's the one that I've always identified with. That's the one I've always kind of been like, yeah, that's that's kind of the color well, I would have to I'm have. Just, it's the first bike in a long time. Like, well, I, I guess I do like a lot of bikes, but mm-hmm. yeah, I'm very happy with it. It's I'm glad. Good, I'm, like, I'm awesome. super happy you're having such a good time with it because mm-hmm. it's a fucking cool bike, it man. It is a beautiful bike. Yeah, it makes me want to cool lose bike. weight so I look better on it. Yeah. <laughs> well, ain't that something? Holy wow. shit. My God, I've never had a bike I'd lose weight for. Not one ever. My wife's like, yeah. what? <laughs> like, you do I it for your motorcycle I, I got, not like, me? Somebody the other day was like, oh, we're you know we're going to get a thing back going at Nelson's Ledges. We're going to start doing track days. If you want to come out with the old guys, we'll all go out and we'll start doing track days again. I was like, well, that means I either got to buy new leathers or, or fit into my old leathers. <laughs> <laughs> and I can tell you which one of those two is probably going to happen. Uh, Does anybody need a set of... My older, smaller leathers, right? Because well, all you need uh, is an expansion panel, just you know, in one area, right? It's a zip and a maternity <laughs> panel, yeah, yeah. And I was, I'm a, fr- I'm a freak, I just carry my weight is 100% love handles, oh, yeah. So, like, anytime I have a pizza, it just goes one place, yeah, yeah, that's it. It's well, guaranteed. this doesn't help, I'm sure. Well, well again, there you yeah. go. It, nobody here is living the lifestyle of somebody who's like shocked that they can't take off weight. Well, Nick. Well, okay, he's not, but he's got the metabolism. I've warned him, though. I'm yeah. like, you're looking at your future if you continue down this well, path. Yeah. People have told me, Cam, yeah, as, Cam. Soon as, as soon as I hit 30, it's game over. 
Who? Uh, who? Wait. Well, mine didn't. Who? Yeah. Who? 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 I was a fat, pudgy little kid from day one. Oh, yeah, so. yeah. Dan, Dan's like, I drink more beer and whiskey than all you, and I'm slim, so yeah, fuck you yeah, guys. That's true, that's true. <laughs> yeah, but I don't eat. He doesn't <laughs> eat. That's exactly it. Right. Uh, yeah, that's it. Liquid diet. Sure as hell that, don't exercise. <laughs> yeah, uh, fair enough. La- last weekend when we went on that ride, I took the Super Hawk on the, uh, it, well, on the course on the compound. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, I dirt. saw your picture. I was yeah. kind of amazed by yeah. that. It, it, I mean, he, here's the thing. I... I betcha in 1972, there were a lot of people using Superhawks as dirt bikes. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah. Well, if you compare the Superhawk to the yeah. CL77, yeah. there's not a whole lot of difference. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's the same motor. It's mm-hmm. almost the same frame. Well, maybe Look. a little bit better. I doubt the suspension is really even that much different. Yeah. It, it sounded great. Uh, it, it, did, it didn't go very great. but uh. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, yeah. So, anyway... See, I told I yeah. knew you'd find that. Yeah, so look up at the screen right now. Uh, that's a 1972 Honda CB350 mm. with a period-correct racing sidecar yep. off of a much different bike. Uh, I can't believe you found it. It's a it. motocross sidecar. So I've talked to this guy two times before. He's had this bike. He's kind of thrown this bike up a couple of different times to try and get feelers. And, you know, the gas tanks, you know, it's it's like a weird Arthur Fonzarelli-style Cafe, you it's know, the job perfect or something. Mid Ohio style. Bad decision. But it is the perfect, perfect mid Ohio bike. Um, I'm not joking at all. That thing is like. If you buy that, we will yeah. do roving moto stories on it. it. It's just so I have an appointment to go look at it tomorrow. Solid. So I we're going to go it. see it. Yeah, that would look good with it. a Beechcraft nose cone on it. It would look good. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, I, I literally sent a text at 357 today yeah. that said, who has a bunch of extra loot for this mid-Ohio bad decision? Where did you put uh, that? On our group on our chat. Group, yeah, yeah, on our group chat, yeah. Because I, I talked to the guy today about it, and I was like, look, I know you put this up two or three times before, and I know you're just kind of feel it out, but if I show up, it's going to be with a trailer. Yeah. You know, if I show up, it's going to be with a trailer, and I'm not going to give you money for garbage. Right. And he's like, dude, this thing was running. He's like, this bike was running two years ago. And what does it say? Read it right there. Ran when parked. Yeah, it yeah, literally it. says ran when parked on it. I'm going to wear the shirt. But I, I want to wear the, the shirt here's that the says thing. ran here's, when parked on it. Here's the thing. It's a CB350. Yep. It needs a battery. Yes, it does. Well, and other things. But here's yeah. the thing. This yeah. guy seems cool because if you look, he has a rally car underneath a fucking no, blanket. No, that's a Volkswagen convertible. But he's, look, look at this. <laughs> that is a, a fucking, that is not a rally car. That What's is a fucking cabrio. Out? It's not like a, a no. wide body or something? No, like it's that? a cabrio with fruitcake oh, wheels on okay, it. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Does this thing have a title, the original toolkit and the keys? Exactly. Thank you. It's got the original right. exhaust in the sidecar. It does have <laughs> the original exhaust in the sidecar. <laughs> and it doesn't have the original headers because the original headers have been cut violently and made into the world's worst across the side two into two did the did the cb350 have that frame member in the front of the engine or was it just the cl350 or no that's cb okay yeah that's that's legit but it has the green number plates which that alone oh my god well and and you know there's just so many there's so many things on this bike that are weird and wrong but 
I'm okay with them. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm all right with many of them. If that goes yeah. to mid Ohio with you on it and yeah. other people in the areas, yeah. you will be the poster child for mid Ohio for years yeah. to come. Well, and I also I also think that this is a perfect bike. If I go there and it is anything like what the man suggests that it is, it's a nineteen seventy two Honda C V three fifty with a with the you know with a vintage motocross sidecar on it that is looks like it's the heaviest thing on planet earth mm-hmm. like there is no way that fucking sidecar rig doesn't have one but two shock absorbers right, right. that's 100% too many you know <laughs> and there's just like there's a hundred things yeah, on it that. still seems like it's sitting on the floor it does it does. It does. There's but there's you know things what? that aren't right here. You know yeah. what's good about that? Yeah. That means that if you put 400 beers in a giant Fish. cooler, there has yeah. enough suspension to maintain it. I know. I agree with John, though. I think that I don't see enough of that tire. I think that right now, this sidecar looks like there's a 400 man, 400 pound man sitting in it. So what's going to happen when you put a 400 pound man in it? Man in it. Hmm. It already looks too low. So it already looks too low. So what's going on wrong with that geometry? Yeah. So that tire is kissing the inside of that fender right now. Hmm. That fender is rubbing on that tire, and that means that that whole suspension system is wrong. So anyway, um, those the shocks that are on the sidecar rig are literally CB350 shocks, and they look like they're about two, three inches shorter than they need to be, which okay. is okay. We can fix that. Yeah, yeah, that's easy. It's not a big deal. So I can fix all that shit. Oh, I'm excited. I was, I was, but I, it just I gives me that. a good jumping off point. Yeah. Yeah. And then John and I can have our fantasy that we always talked about of just putting a rail there just putting a couple of wing nuts up through the floor and some posts and put a fucking rail on there and let's go hunt for some bikes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cause we can come back with a non runner. Oh yeah. And a guy sitting on the non runner, drinking a beer, looking all cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. You ride with your buddy, like your punch and John. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And only one of you is riding. Yeah, yeah. I think that's cool. I like that. I like everything about that. So since we're talking about buying bikes at the swap shop in Ohio, let me throw out a shout out. You guys, you and you and John, killed the last moto story so if you are, have not been to a swap shop these guys swap give, meat swap meat swap shop swap shop sounds like chop shop. Me, swap chop shop. shop i don't know i've always called them swap it's shops, a swap whatever. meat no okay, it's shop is shopping first there's a roof okay did yeah. you watch the video i did <laughs> <laughs> anyways you guys look here you pheasant <laughs> you guys dropped Tuck your nuts, a whole your lot fucker. of you guys dropped a whole lot of fucking underground fucking info to help well, people get some shit the uh, i mean mid ohio is an adventure i mean mm. it really is an adventure and there's nothing there is not one thing about it that that is for the person who doesn't love motorcycles. Like right, right. if you just hate fucking motorcycles, you are not going to survive this place. Mm-hmm. You're going to have a shitty fucking time. You're not going to have any fun whatsoever. Well, it's going to suck. I had well, fun sitting. Well, well, wait a second. Yeah. If you like to drink like silliness. Oh, okay. All I right. mean, you can right. always have fun drinking. Yeah, that's true. A lot. But there's motorcycles Camping. and dust and and but mud if you can't so men a couple years ago you guys we were all supposed to meet somewhere you guys i missed you guys and right. you guys were doing your thing yeah so i went back to the 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 taj mahal whatever the fuck you rented and i sat on the deck right the camper you sat yeah. on my back patio yeah, yeah, right? i sat on the back patio yeah right and and you guys were gone for about an hour and a half and yeah. i just sat there and it was just a parade a cavalcade of awesome bikes yeah. driving by if you can't good miss people your, watching yeah, yeah if you yeah, can't miss definitely. your friends and just enjoy bikes driving by Oh, I mean, it's the best. I so I'm going to read this news alert because it's fucking cool. K 
Cal Rayborn's Harley Davidson XRTT 750 Road Racer will be at Vintage Motorcycle Days for mm-hmm. for your looking at pleasure. Wow. And I'm sure you see right here in the front part of the image, right here, down mm-hmm. where my cursor is. Yep. That's going to be where everybody's going to be. There's going to be the drool line. Mm-hmm. There's going to be the drool line. They're going to have plexiglass put around this thing like a salad bar. And uh, that's it. And all these guys are going to walk away with tight trousers <laughs> because this thing is crazy. As part of this year's On Any Sunday theme at AMA Vintage Motorcycle Days at Middle House Sports Car Close on July 23rd through 25th, they're going to showcase the Harley Davidson XRTT 750 Cafe Racer which is just fucking badass Yeah, that the late Cal Rayborn won a handful of transatlantic match race events back in 72, which is, and we've seen this bike in the AMA motorcycle hall. Look of at Fame that museum. front drum brake. It's, it's the size oh, yeah. of a fucking wheel. Good dick. It's probably stolen off of a Suzuki water Buffalo. Okay. <laughs> I think it's stolen off of, off of an aircraft. I think you're right. It's stolen, <laughs> it's stolen off of a B 17 bomber. Yeah. But anyway, uh, so this is what's fucking cool is, Rayborn shocked the world in Great Britain by winning three of six match races on this bike, this particular XRTT. That's badass. And of course, if you saw on any Sunday, if you haven't watched it yet, what the fuck is wrong with you? Well, I it's haven't not watched like it yet. it's on. What the fuck is wrong? Yeah, with it's you? on Netflix. It's free. Whatever. I mean, come on. It's an amazing, and then there's amazing even, movie. There's like variations later. They did what? Like on? There's like a second one. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah, yeah there's second one. Yeah. yeah, and then. But this is what's kind of badass is they're going to have um, Malcolm Smith's Husqvarna, right? That was in the movie. Um, Mert Lawwell's KR 750 Dirt Tracker. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Not too bad there. Fucking cool, man. I mean, that's yep. badass. So here it goes. I'm going to read you the not Cleveland Moto tips for AMA Vintage Motorcycles Days. Yep. These are these are the tips approved by the American Motorcycle Association for the your protection. The first one is the one that you guys first said. And Number I made... one, always. Bring cash. Yep. I love that they just hit you right between the fucking eyes. Yep. God damn it. If you show up to this thing thinking your ass is going to be saved by your Visa gold card, uh-uh, we're all equal here. You know how we're going to judge you? By the lump in your fucking pants. Right. Yep, that is it. If you don't have a lump in your pocket. <laughs> Front or back. Exactly. Yeah, eventually. You will want to buy something. And swap meet vendors. I love this. Swap meet vendors may not have credit card swipers. You know what? Even if they did, there's no fucking signal in half this place. No, but here's something that they, yeah. they, they forgot. Mm-hmm. So if you promised your wife you're taking a bike to sell it this yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're still bringing one home. Yo, yeah. <laughs> You're not bringing you cash. Coming, you ain't coming home with pocket of cash. No. You're coming home with three smaller motorcycles. Right. Yeah. You show up in one big motorcycle. Sell it. You think you have a problem. You now have three smaller problems. Right. All right. You better there's talk like, to your friends ahead of time and find out which garage you can store the shit in. There's like yeah. three whole bikes I could buy for 200 bucks a pop that I should like just go grab and take down there. Take them? Yeah. But then I'm like, no, get them running and sell them and take the money down there. That's then right. Then I'm like, no, just get them running and keep the money in my bank and go down right. there and get drunk. Just get drunk and walk day, around yeah. bikes all day. Second thing, wear comfortable shoes. We said it, and Oscar said it best, wear shit you don't plan on bringing home. Well, And also bring boots. Yeah. Always yeah. bring oh, boots. Yeah. yeah, for real. Not only just because mud but you might want to ride something around and if you ride something around and you're not real good at riding something around this is a good place to find a wait a minute hole mm-hmm. you know this is a good place to find a gopher hole or a, a sydney shaped trench a pair of motocross like, boots will set you straight for the whole absolutely. as you knew you walked around in a broken ankle all weekend. <laughs> i had a fucking broken ankle i had a broken ankle all weekend <laughs> strapped and into a moto boot. god for my fucking my moto boot thanks because you know i have so i got my trials boots 
yeah. which the trials boots are a little bit flexible. Like they're flexible. You can walk around in a trials boot, but a proper moto boot, you cannot walk around. Well, it was in. like, it was 147 degrees. Yeah, it was pretty hot. And, and everybody was like, like even fat guys had no shirts yeah. on and you right. had these giant boots. And I was like, dude, are you going to wear those boots? All the time? And you're like, I can't take it off. No. My foot will fall off. Yeah. There was no way I had a freshly <laughs> broken ankle. There is no way in the world. I was taking that fucking boot <laughs> right. off. Right. Cause without, I tried walking around with just my shoes on. And within an hour, my, my ankle was done. Yep. So I was like, fuck that. So I put my trials boots on because mm-hmm. they had a little bit of flexibility to them. And it was like, oh, I can walk around now. Yeah, yeah. And it was great. And yeah, I looked like a twat because I'm, <laughs> I'm wearing fucking cut off BDU trousers and these fucking trials <laughs> boots from like the ninth, early 80s. Right. You know, some Italian trials boots. But anyway, um, wear comfortable shoes. No shit. And I love this uh, the way it says haggle at the swap meet, but preferably not with your spouse. Enough said. So, ha, ha, ha. I was actually waiting for the modern millennial compliant haggle to discuss the price or negotiate the price. Like, people need to know what fucking haggle is. Right. Uh, yeah, well, like I said, we did t- We did say, we. you can't just price shit. You got to play the game. Mm-hmm. Just got to play the game. That's all there is to it. You can't. It, it's not the kind of environment where you can not Unless play you're game. blowing something out and you say, listen, if you got a $2,000 bike and you're selling yeah. it for 1400 bucks, and you're like, 1400 firm blowout now. Right. Yeah. Somebody might do that. You know, I think that's what we're going to do because my idea is to overwhelm it with volume this year because mm-hmm. I've got two years worth of shit in right, the warehouse. Right, right. So we're going to do multiple trailers and I think we're going to come down and I think we are going to interview people and be like. Well, we said last time, yeah. which we'll drop soon, yeah. but like. Yeah. yeah, if you spend 20 minutes, your yeah. price just went up. You got it. The yeah. longer you're here, the higher your price goes. Yep. Yeah. We could actually do the thing like where we write the real price on a piece of paper mm-hmm. and hide it and then just be like, yeah, that's 500 bucks. But if you just shut up 10 minutes ago, it would have been 250 Right. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. And then, then, ma- and then make the them mad and they'll leave. Yeah. Because <laughs> that'll also achieve the goal of shortening the conversation. I right. will. I'll print yeah. and I'll paint a sign, a, a two by four sign. Yeah. That says every 15 minutes that you talk to us, the price goes up $100. I think it's better if you don't let them know. Oh, okay. I think it's better if you don't put a sign up. I think it's better (laughs) if you just like, you know, again, it could just be, do you want to buy that or stand around trying to look sexy? If you stop talking right now, it's 400 bucks. Also at mid Ohio, considering that there are limited resources. Yep. If you are somebody that's going to come up and buy a bike from any of us. Right. Um, if you want to, you know, introduce yourself by handing us a bottle of something or yeah. cold beers yeah. and a cold thing, yeah. that could influence the price of a oh, motorcycle, yeah. definitely. Oh, honestly, that's the that's like um, I will say again. No, I didn't say it the first time. Oh, you better, Dan, explain that bottle because I want to have a drink of that bottle. Mm. Because I don't even know what the like fuck clear whiskey is. Clear whiskey. Okay, so I'm gonna go get never a glass. Been it's on almost a, like we have. It to is wait from. For- why don't w. you go ahead? R. Yeah. Welter. Not Weller, but Welter. Why don't read, you crack it open and give us your initial Let's thoughts of what's... It's got, it's got a wax seal. Read well, the labor to the whistle. Yeah, whistler. but we need Dan because Dan's the professional here. Yeah. Handmade, organic, W.R. whiskey. Distilled and bottled by Journeyman Distillery, Three Oaks, Michigan. W.R., like W.R. 250? Yamaha? W.R. Welter. Isn't that the paper company that you see with the yellow trucks with the fuck around the side that's like, I'll sell you anything? Isn't that like WR? They're all over. WB Mason. WB Mason. Okay, WB Mason. I knew it was a W in there. Okay, so this glass has already got a crack in it. So as it gets warmer, it's going to crack more. Nice. 
All right, All so right. Dan ripped the so thing Dan's off. Here take, we go. Now this has got a wax, the heaviest wax right. seal I've ever seen. Yeah. Oh, he broke it. A fucking. Oh, God damn it! It's awesome. Okay, it's, this is sinew. It's attacking Dan. So this is actually cat gut sinew in there. Oh. Ew. All right. No, nice. Okay, it has a smell. Not what a good it, smell. What does it smell like? Um, cleaning product. It's, it smells like the hand sanitizer we have in the front of the shop. That's uh, what I was afraid of. I okay. was afraid too. I so, can't. Uh. All right, so I'm gonna let this age for a while. Okay. Now, this does say, this bottle is dedicated to the original journeymen, the ones who transformed the spirit of adventure. These men took risks and dreamt big. Wow. They were entrepreneurs in every sense of the word. With our W.R. Welter whiskey, we salute all the journeymen that came before us. Important question. Was it on a, in this bottle. What? This is batch number 56, bottle number 122. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Yep. Take a risk. Take, it, take a sip. They came in that bottle? It did. Um, it does. They came in the bottle before you. <laughs> oh, okay. So it says original art, et cetera, et cetera, distilled and bottled by Journeyman Distillery, Three Oaks, Michigan. Okay. So, so far, we're all good there. But was it on a I boat? I can't read the super tiny fine print that yeah, might say that it came from somewhere yeah, else. Yeah, Nick has fresh eyes. But, so... Journeyman Distillery, the stylized feather design, packaging, trade dress, WR and stylized WWW emblem, our trademark of... This is bullshit. That's all bullshit. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, anyway. Anywho. So, the reason I bring this up... Well, maybe I'll bring it up later. But the reason I'm putting this down right now is our friend from Western Michigan showed up today on a goddamn 1983 Honda... 750 Shadow. Oh. Now, you do know that a few weeks ago when we talked about good bikes, bad bikes, worse bikes, whatever, we shat all over the 73... We've shat all over the 1983 750 Shadows pretty heavily for ushering in that era of motorcycles that wish they could be Harleys, right? Mm-hmm. And wish yeah, they could yeah. be Sportsters. But this guy shows up, and no shit, he's riding thousands of miles on a 1983 it's before the tariffs set in, so the bike actually has an honest 750 cc's. It's shaft drive. It's double disc brakes up front. It's got a round headlight. I mean, like, I, I'm on. I mean, we can do an about face and talk about all the good things about it because it did have lots of good things. Yeah. Well, it's mostly the electrical system has been the bane of my existence yep. with those bikes. Yeah. I don't particularly care at all for the styling, but there are people who certainly love that bike for what it is. Oh and, yeah. And yeah. if you have one that that's in good running shape and everything, yeah, I believe you could put thousands and thousands and thousands of miles on yeah. it. Yeah, and he's doing it. He's rocking that thing around, and he's a podcast listener, so we wanted to make sure he came in and dropped this bottle of hooch off. Now, again, we don't know. I don't know. You don't know. I certainly don't know anything about this particular whiskey. But I do know it's clear, and that's a weird thing for us because we are not clear whiskey people, right? It's it, Look how the dark nose my is, arms are compared to my legs. I see that. Oh wow, yeah. <laughs> it's it, this, the no, the nose is not exactly like like I don't know if I'd want to smell this a lot. Well, but hold on, I just drank some of it, and I gotta say, it's not the taste isn't bad. So, all right. Um, there's yeah, definitely a there's definitely a fruit. Are like, oh, you saying this is the first batch after making hand sanitizer? It's kind of <laughs> ginny. Here, just, just take a sip. Just take a little. No, thank you. I don't drink whiskey. No, just a, It's clear. It's not. It's, it's not brown whiskey. Right. Brown right. It's not brown liquor. Right. Mm. Yeah. Just a, just a sip. I mean, you don't have to. How is that different from moonshine? 
Well, that's what I, that's what you're about to find out because it is totally different than moonshine. Like it is absolutely not moonshine, right? It is absolutely not moonshine. So there's it up. We pulled it up. It's a 19, you know, 1983 like Jim, VT750 right? Shadow. Almost. And that's what he showed up on today. Like that. Wait, did he have the white walls? No, no. That's you got to have Dunlop GT qualifiers. That's what I'm cool. saying. Like the, yeah. not white walls, but that's the white raised white letters. That's yes. got a lot of moonshine flavor. To yeah. it. it does a little bit. With so it's it's very rubbing alcohol. Yeah. So I guess what I'm gonna say is, would I drink it? Yep. Would I put it in something else? Oh yeah. Yep. But yep. Dan, what do you think about it? It's a really pretty good clean whiskey. No oak flavor. No oak flavor at all. Holy shit! Well, there There's you go. There's no barrel. Yeah. I don't taste any part of the barrel. This but was I, this was aged in a stainless steel cask. Um, I don't think it's been aged at all. <laughs> nowhere on the advertising, nowhere in the bottle does it mention, does it mention barrel aged anywhere? No. Yeah. So it's, it's that avoided. was aged in the train car tanker well, Dan, on the way to the distillery. 90 proof. I was about to say, proof. what's the yeah. proof? Yeah. 90 proof. So yeah. that's, that's just right after the heads. They yeah. just like, they, they yeah. poured out the heads and yeah. this is what we get. Well, it's yeah, not exactly, but yeah. I mean, it's real, it's pretty clean. Yeah. It's not, look, I don't hate it's the taste of it. It's good for moonshine. Yeah. It, I don't hate the taste of it. And at 45% alcohol, it's, it's, it's fair, you know. But it is a strange, it is strange only in that it is clear, which, again, yeah, I guess it would be. If you think about removing the steps in the process that are my favorite steps in the process. So it does, it does become Zima. I wonder if this is John's real drinking whiskey. Is this, or is this something that he just wanted us to try? I don't know. I mean, I think it's I think it's because it, it comes from Michigan yeah. and he comes from Michigan. Yeah. So I think that's it. And I'm not really... shitting on it because it is totally fucking drinkable. No, it is all right. Yeah. It, it almost has a ginny type flavor yeah. to it. Like it's different. I'll definitely yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it, it's yeah. yes, I said moonshine. Yeah. But it's not moonshine. It's not gin. It's it's like I, I, I would almost say it's not whiskey. It's I'm going to give you a really good piece of advice. Little thing. It has no smoke. There's no like Don't burp. No. Okay. Oh. Don't burp. Just gonna give you that one. I just burped and don't burp. Yeah, I'll try to avoid that. How could you not burp after eating all that pizza? Just oh, I'm gonna eat some more pizza too when we're done. So I'm gonna. It it kind of has a a a cat food like a wet cat food smell. That might be my farts. I just ripped a couple. (laughs) Nick, Nick, I'm so glad you're an engineer and not in marketing. Fucking dude, Nick's next job is the sommelier (laughs) for Fancy Feast. Oh. That's the human who tastes the food. It has a bit of a salmon front yes. with a tuna, a tuna back a, end. A slight, a, a slight hint of litter box. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there we go. It's a little gritty. <laughs> a little gritty. <laughs> oh, no, it tastes like one of those chocolate logs out of the litter box. Out of litter box. Uh, so I anyway, it's yesterday's news. Dude showed up. Yeah. Dude showed up on the fucking 750 Shadow. And rocking it hard and legit. The only thing that was different is instead of having the, you know, this bike had two into two, one mm-hmm. on the left, one mm-hmm. on the right. He had somehow two pipes on the right-hand side, which is that part of that press the button and it converts it into a Harley thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he had a, a set of aftermarket exhaust assists so that they both exited on the right-hand side, a la the picture you see right yeah. here. Yeah. Dudes who are into yeah. these, but there's a whole forum and group of people that love these fucking bikes. Okay, man. and I'm going to tell you, if you said, I need to have a motorcycle that will not break. Yeah, it's right there. It's right there, provided you always keep the battery charged. Right. Never make the electrical system work too hard. Mm. Keep the lighting to a minimum. Don't put any heated grips or anything on it. Right. And 
have Rick's Rick's uh, Motorsport Electronics on speed dial to to keep it electronically happy every twenty years. But looking at this thing, right? Yeah. So like you look at like if you're not an adventure nerd, where like you're like, oh fuck yeah, I want to be yeah. Charlie, Ewan and you and yeah. Charlie, whatever. Right. Like the GS twelve, the eleven hundred and twelve hundred is no more ugly than this is. It's yeah. a purpose built motorcycle. It's yeah. made to do something. Yeah. Know? Unfortunately, what it's made to do was copy all the wrong parts of Harley Davidson. So yeah, but it runs well and it drives yeah, and it does, does its thing and yep. you know. Exactly. What angle would you say, mathematical angle, do you think that gas tank is approaching? <laughs> oh, 35. Right, because that's, four, so 90 straight up and down. 45 right? is like above Zero's the there. tank. I yeah, think shooting through the air. Comet yeah. yeah. shooting through yeah. the air. Yeah, 45, yeah, 45 degrees. Yeah. So that's maximum, well, it's, maximum it, it's range. It's the illusion of going yeah. fast while you're not. It's also the it's, illusion of, look at my enormous penis. <laughs> yeah, because look, it goes straight from where your taint would be all the way up to where your hands are. So when you're riding this bike, it looks like you're jerking off a big, giant hog. Right. And <laughs> hog is the operative term there. Yeah. Anywho, that's it. So, so wait, the thing it, is, it, for what it is, it, but it's built with all the amazing qualities it is, of a Honda. That's it. But look, man, it is it is that thing. It is it it's chaps my ass so hard because it is the sum of its parts create this horrible looking motorcycle this thing that is neither honda nor harley to you to me so i have a but the parts are amazing and to me really right. honestly i don't i don't ever yeah, all right <laughs> so i have a, a serious thing that i think all of our listeners need to jump on and we need to take care of this if you're okay. a u.s citizen okay so like i was just talking about how i got my ecu flashed mm-hmm. and it got me almost 20 plus horsepower on the bike and i did all this stuff right well, the EPA has had this whole thing, and they're moving it through, especially in California, but it's hitting everywhere else eventually, okay? Mm-hmm. And nobody really knew the rules. Nobody knows what's going on. It's just kind of there. And there's a dude who's building a company on YouTube, and he has, like, the – like, it's it's an insanely fast front-wheel drive Honda with, like, straight-up, like, giant drag slicks on it and stuff. So he makes an ECU piggyback that does something to the ECU for these Hondas, et cetera, et cetera. And and he was selling the ECUs, not installing, or I'm sorry, selling the piggyback units. Selling the, an electrical component. Right, electric, right. like just like a power commander, mm-hmm. just like an ECU flash or anything. He was selling sure. this this product that did something to your ECU to alleviate something and make it run better, right? Okay, yeah. So in November of last year, he got a letter from the EPA and said, we need to know how many you've sold, what exactly it does, and how much you're charging for each one. And so he went back and forth and he said the dude was like, you know, really busy, whatever, but he complied with everything they asked him to do. And they came back and said he they, he sold 36 of these units, and they wanted $4,800 fine per unit yep. because of it. And then he negotiated with them and got it down to a total fee of $18,000 that he had to pay for selling these things, these modifications. Mm-hmm. And they basically let him know that they're going to go after every single person that modifies and tries to take out any of the EPA requirements on ECUs and motorcycles, cars, et cetera, from now on. Well, what about the old caveat uh, that... It was for off-road use only. It said that it's on for his track website. Use. It said that no, that's the thing. They're going after racers. They don't care. They don't care about race cars anymore. Mm. So there's a thing called the ARP. What is it? It's the RPM uh, R- RPM Act. So if you go and look up the hashtag RPM Act, there's a whole movement of racers and people off-road riders and other tuners and other things like that that you can sign this petition and say you're going to kill racing, you're going to kill performance, et cetera, et cetera. And the amount of people that actually take the time to do this and stuff is so minimal compared to other stuff that, you know, you're, you're killing a whole industry basically at this mm-hmm. point. But, I mean, look, look at that bike. It changed my whole bike. And honestly, I'm not going to lie, I smell less gas. I think my bike runs better, and it's probably more 
environmentally friendly than it was before all this well, wasn't that the thing we found out with the power commanders on the scooters that yes it enriched it a little bit in yep. certain areas but it actually made it 13 percent more fuel efficient that's what we right. that was the amazing thing that when we did a number of different bikes with those power commanders the bike first ran way better on 87 89 octane gas way cleaner well, that's because they can tune it because exactly right. And this is a this is not a like this is not a bolt on. Uh, fuck that. It's not a bolt on. It's a plug in. Right. And it's a plug in device that any consumer can install. The bike ran super clean. Spark plugs looked great. It got a remarkable increase in miles per gallon. Like enough that the fuel savings alone should say let's do this. And I think the main thing yeah. with that was it cut all fuel on diesel. It did. Right. So when you rolled yep. off of it, yep. it wasn't giving the motor any fuel. Yeah, it was so no popping, no right. anything yeah. like that. And saving all that diesel. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, it did. And that, I mean, when you think about what happened to Super Trap in California, it got to the point, you know, as a dealer, where we had shops in California that used to have Super Trap systems hanging on the wall, Vance and Hines systems, Weisskov systems, hanging on the walls, and they went into these shops and just went, okay, yeah, I, you're going to get fined for every single one of those you've sold. Right. And California went in and investigated these shops and gave people monstrous fines. I mean, ridiculous fines at the shop level in California, but then also fined Super Trap like millions of dollars, which is an Ohio company, not even in California. Right. And so it got to the point where we had people in California calling us and saying, hey, man, can you... Uh got any of them exhausts yeah you know that right. kind of thing and we were shipping exhausts all over we were shipping exhausts california because they couldn't order them in the state of california right but look man germany's been doing that with the tuf system england's been doing that the with the safety inspection systems they've been doing that in europe for fucking ages mm -hmm. guys have a pack a stack of parts in their garage that they put on their bike every two years so they can go in and get inspected. MOT. MOT. Mm -hmm. And they come out and Tuff's the same way. And they come out and they put all their shit back on their bike, you know, and now the bike's, you know, a raging fucking maniac again. But for that one time every two years, they got to put all their crazy crap back on. And it, yeah, it does suck. There's no doubt about it. Well, because, what I'm saying yeah. is there's an opportunity right now. If enough people raise their voices yeah. and yell about it, maybe, I mean, probably right. not because it's the government who knows. Yeah. But if enough voices get raised right now, maybe at least they'll raise awareness to the fact that they might have to put it to a vote somewhere. Or we something. can't even get them to take the ethanol out of the gas or yeah. put the, the ethanol through a different, the, I'm sorry, the ethanol free gas through a different pump or to be able to sell Rec 90 in mm -hmm. our state because the the lobbyists for corn are so strong. The lobbyists for the fuel companies are so strong. It's something that very clearly damages our property. It's something right. that if we're running a carbureted bike, it not it's not a question. It's not a, do you think it does? I don't know. The scientific fact findings aren't in. It makes your bike run like shit and dump gas on the ground. Right. So the EPA has got to be real happy with my bike running like shit running it, you know, 78% of my fucking gasoline going at the tailpipe. Or the, when I had the... Your, the EPA doesn't want you to be riding a motorcycle at all. Period, of course. But well, The EPA but, yeah. wants you to be driving some hyper-efficient Prius yeah. sure. that will yeah. burn the fuel that they give you, right. and you'll like it. But there's yeah. so many problems with When I got the BV500 from you originally, like you got it from the guy, he didn't do anything. He must have rode like 20 miles a day or 10 miles a day, 15 miles an hour to work and back. 
So when I went on the highway, the fucker would shut off when I got off the highway because of the carb and the yeah. fucking check valve and all the other yeah, yeah. bullshit. Absolutely. I pulled that off and the bike ran like a fucking champ. Dude, a canisterectomy is one of the best things you can do to a motorcycle. A modern yeah. motorcycle. You'll know if you got something that looks like a plastic beer can hiding under your motorcycle. Get on a forum. And let one of the fucking gray beards on the forum tell you the right way to do a canisterectomy. Right. Because that will help your motorcycle every goddamn time. Yep. And so, then, but don't, like, if you're a shop like mine, we didn't do, we don't do that. Right. You That's can't. an EPA violation. Right, you can't. I can't fucking do that here. I can't even tell you how to do it. We can't have a discussion about that. It can't be done. So, but. I know there's YouTube channels for it. Yeah, right. I know there's all kinds of places to find out where it is. I know somebody fucking mysteriously, there's a cat burglar around here, went in and stole the fucking catalytic converter and EVAP canisters off my motorcycles. Oh, that's terrible. I know it. And I know they probably sold them for big money, too. Is that so. the guy you caught on ring, right? Yeah, you caught on ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. That was right around the ring, all right. Uh, Chris Franklin. Mm-hmm. Chris Franklin. No clue. No, no clue. You know why? Hmm. Dude calls today. Oh, I'm sorry. I called this dude today. You know, there's this problem in America. We talked about the trucker problem mm-hmm. with the clearinghouse thing and, you know, NHTSA shit and people can't get anything anywhere. It turns out there's like cows and pigs and shit are dying in trucks because they don't have truck drivers to take oh, them to their man. destination. It turns out that food is spoiling rotten in trucks because they don't have truck drivers to take them to their destination. So, but we're also not getting bikes here at our shop. We're like 40 bikes back ordered. We got deposits from people. And I feel bad for the people putting down a $500 deposit. Yeah, I'm sure they're not happy that it's 90 degrees and they don't yeah, have a bike right yeah. now. Yeah. And I feel bad for them and their $500 deposit, but I paid for that bitch in full. Right. So you might be on the line for 500, but Unky Phil's on the line for way more. Yeah. But, and what's funny is some of these companies that have like 30 days of flooring and stuff, we're running well past the flooring and the bike isn't in here yet. To sell the thing. Are you able to charge them for anti-flooring? Yeah, reverse flooring. Yeah. We're flooring it for them now. Right. Right. Uh, so here's the crazy thing. So I got to call this guy because this guy gave us a $500 deposit on one of those Kimco AK-550s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is a bad mother- motherfucker. Bad motherfucking yeah. bike, right? So I got to call him today and be like, hey, look, we just got word from Kimco. The bike's got off the boat. They're sitting in a dock somewhere, but we need truckers to go get those containers to bring them out to the people into the dealerships but truck there's a sign down the street truckers $2,500 a week $150,000 a year if you have a CDL A that doesn't have a blemish like you got a felony on your report card or you know you got a DUI or maybe you had a little too much of the fucking you know Burmesian monk marching powder or something I don't know but anyway here's the deal I call him up to tell him his the item of his affection that he put down a deposit on April 4th. April 4th. Three months. Two months. Three. April to May, May to June. Two oh, months. Half, okay. Eight weeks. Yeah, right. So he eight, nine weeks ago. Dude put down a $500 deposit. I called him up and I was like, dude, man, I feel real bad for you. But look, you can, you can punt out and take your 500 back. At this point, I'm going to let you have that option because you're super cool. But, or you can just hang in the game and keep you right at the front of the pack. And when the first one comes in, it's yours. Okay. He's like, I got to tell you, after I talked to you about the bike and thing, I did some research and I found your podcast. (laughs) Dun, dun, dun. Dude is 
a Patreon supporter now. Uh, oh, wow. Well done. Oh giving us money every fucking month. Giving us money, buying us well, pizzas. You know what? Oh, he right. knows that you're consistent and not lying because you were talking about this shit We have never ago. not stopped talking about right, it, right? Yeah, yeah. But the cool thing is he's like, I wish there was a higher dollar level I could pledge because he's like, you guys have been entertaining the shit out of me. Oh, well done. For the kid. past two months, he's been listening to our podcast. He's like, Thank you. It's a yeah. blast. He loves it. He just digs the shit out of it. I don't know why, but he does. He So Chris Franklin, this is to you. Thank you very much. You made my day today when you called in. He when, Well, sorry, when I called you to tell you your shit wasn't going to be here, instead of breaking it off in my ass, instead of giving me a rough way to go, he was like, no, man, I, I listen to your podcast. I know what you're going through. You guys are, I can't wait until it's open so I can come and see you, visit you, and bring you liquor. Like, the dude had a great attitude, and then he did the one thing that I was so impressed by. He's like, dude, I got a bike to ride. He goes, if you have somebody giving you a hard time, giving you an ass ache, you can give him my bike. I'll wait. What? Yeah. Jeez. This is a gentleman. Yeah, man. This is a dude who understands. And he's, and but I told now him. now he's going to get the bike no matter what. Oh, and yeah, I told him. That, and I was they, like, uh, I explained to him, you know, all of our shipping costs are going up. So I don't know if you noticed this, but like those little SSRs and stuff that we used to get in 60, 70 bucks per bike to ship, they're like going up to 100, 120. Dude. Because everything in shipping is going up. I don't, my ECU, right? Yeah, yeah. So I don't trust United States Post Service because they lost $3,000 camera and they yeah, fucked me and I hate enough. them, yeah. right? I get that. FedEx, an ECU, you know how big a fucking ECU is, right? To overnight an ECU. It's the size of two packs of cigarettes. $107. I mean. What the shit? $107? Yes. For something that fits in a bubble envelope? Yes. When the government prints money and dumps it into the economy, yeah, exactly. You're gonna start getting people are gonna take advantage of that hyperinflation. Hyperinflation, exactly. I don't really want so to. what I thought was cool. So this guy, Chris, being Chris the mensch that he fucking obviously is, Chris the fucking legend as of today's conversation. Yeah, right. I explained to him. Well, you know what? The cost of shipping has gone up greatly since you. But we're saying we have a contract with our customer. If you gave me a $500 deposit and I quoted you the shipping on your bike was $400 or whatever it was you when know. we started it, and if the shipping on the bike is $550 right now, I'm going to eat that. Mm -hmm. Because when we signed our contract, that's what it was. Right. He's like, I'll split it with you. What? I'll meet you halfway. Damn, this you shouldn't have right. to. He's like, you shouldn't have to take it all on your end. It's my bike. And I was like, get the... F I thought he was a plant. I thought he was legit <laughs> like calling from one of our distributors or checking up like quality control survey kind of thing or whatever. But I want to tell you that for as many people as we have call here on a routine basis because they weren't ultimately satisfied. And I've had people tell me like when I discuss something with them, I'm like, well, you know, we can't deliver your bike on Wednesday for you because we can't get away from the shop on Wednesday. But right. I do give my day off, mm -hmm. my day off Monday to deliver bikes from 6 a.m. until midnight. I can deliver the bike to you on Monday to your house in your driveway this Monday. And they go, well, that's completely unprofessional. And I'm like, what? Yeah, if you can't deliver it to me on Wednesday, Wednesday's the day I can take it. Are you fucking kidding? And then they're like, and they send me a text back. They're like, like, that's completely unprofessional. That I can't deliver their bike to them. Oh, I'm sorry. I have a full-time job. Mm -hmm. And... One that goes about 11 hours a day, 12 hours a day in the summertime. Right. So you know what? Maybe you could I just mean, fucking take a fucking Uber in here and ride it home. Fucking I know we got things out there like Carvana and yeah. stuff like that. But yeah. your average car dealership is not expecting you to, 
to drive it to your house. Now, I'm sure if it would break the deal, they'd drive it to your house. Dude, when I was buying my... But yeah. on the general base, I've never... I've always driven the car from the dealership to right. my house. Dude, and I've never expected otherwise. When I had to buy a car, when yeah. my fucking truck died, and I was looking at these Hyundais, there was another one I actually wanted before this one. Yeah. And I was like, listen, I work till five. I, it was out in Akron. I'm like, I can get there at six, I hope. He goes, well, the dealership closes at six. And I was like, do you want to sell this car today? He right. goes, if you can get here by six, I'll sell it to you. Right. I'm like, you can't wait. To, like, it's a guaranteed sale. Right. Like, I've been at dealerships. You stick yeah. me in a room and we're there till 830 at night anyway. Oh, trust me. You're going to waste my time. Yeah. Yeah. And right. he was like, yeah, I'm sorry. Can you come tomorrow? And I hung up on the guy. Yeah, and fuck him, dude. Yeah, they don't care. People don't care yeah. anymore, man. Well, I was very impressed, so. So Chris Franklin, fuck yeah, hey, dude, you're a fucking legend. I, yeah, I'm very yeah. impressed by that. You yeah. should give him a shop towel. You know what? And you're right. We <laughs> should we should throw some extra shit under the seat of his bike, shouldn't yeah, we? Yeah, yeah, just I think to, so. Just you should to, give your nuts a tug. <laughs> <laughs> okay, James today said James said we need to have something special at the thing for the in the podcast. Yeah, for like true heroes or he's like or if you have people that some people are like I wish I could give you more than twenty bucks for the mm -hmm. the pod for the Patreon thing. And I was like, I don't want, I don't want people giving us a lot of money. It, it's embarrassing, and yeah. you know, and we don't have a high operating overhead, so it's not really a big deal. Look, we spent the money they gave us on mini bikes. <clears throat> yeah. That shows you we don't make strong financial decisions, right? We took, we took the total accumulated, you know. The total accumulated resources of ten years of running a podcast. We and we could bought probably start talking it. about what the next stupid thing will be. Right. I yeah. guess. Uh, well, so James is like, we ought to do something like the hundred dollar holler, where it's like, you give us a hundred bucks and we will read on air anything you want us to read huh. on air to the camera. Mm -hmm. So then they will have to, they'll be able to pull the image out of the video out of YouTube, and they'll also be able to snag the MP3 I, of us reading whatever. Because there's, have you ever heard of that thing? Um, what is it where you can pay a couple of bucks and get a celebrity to read your statement? Oh, um, Cameo. Cameo. Yeah, Cameo. I was on Cameo. You can get, apparently John Cleese needs money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Apparently, oh, that's crazy. there's a lot of wrestlers and B-level stand-up comics. Black yeah. and all kinds of that, stuff. That would do anything for 200 bucks. Uh, How about you know, this? Go ahead. If you guys want to be heroes, right? Yeah. <clears throat> So me and Phil have decent mics. These mics are okay, right? Yeah, yeah. We, the yeah. Sure MV7. All right. The Sure MV7. It's okay. a podcast, yeah, Mike. Yeah. Um, if you want to be the hero of our life, send us those. Oh, and we okay. will sound better 100%. The podcast Everybody's will voice. sound better. Yes. Yeah. And that's true. Right. Now, you know, those are about 250. Yep. Mm -hmm. About, as we like to say in the shop, 250. Yep. And and I I, I want to point it point yeah. out that the podcast already sounds a hundred percent better than it did before. Yes, it does. But I'm just to saying, sound a hundred percent better than it right. currently does. Yeah. And I'm a little obsessive. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's my thing. Right. So, but yeah, that 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 mic would change a lot of things. And that's and that is something too that if you did you know if you did if we did up up the boom because I mean like if you try try to make that mic sound really good you got headphones on. I, I can't make the sound. Well, right. you got to be right up on yeah, it. But like he's, oh, yeah, but he's. Oh, yeah. Does this does this sound really good? Yeah, it actually it does, does sound yeah, really good. Shit. Well, I was instructed. I was set up for failure, guys. Well, you know, <laughs> the rule of the rule of it thumb doesn't matter. Is, You're leaving us yeah. anyway, so fuck right. off, dude. What I've learned on on this particular mic is that if I actually can feel the mic on my face, oh. yeah, it's yeah. really it's really 
It's really sweet. Does this sound really good? It actually does sound <laughs> really good. <laughs> so, so that's it. So save the two hundred. How about now? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I guess these guys yeah. just need to learn how to talk into well, microphones. Shit, could and be that, that would definitely be that. Well, I did. We did have the one podcast listener who said, "Thank God you got headphones." Yeah, right. Yeah, thank yeah, God. That definitely changed everything. Thank baby Jesus, you got headphones because that is that's a big big deal. So yeah, I I like that. The uh, so anyway, that's fun. I mean, we're I, the whole idea of it is just hilarious. So. So yeah, here's to that. So here's to our fucking awesome yeah. Patreons. Um, here's to Manscaped for well done, guys. Hell yeah! You know, uh, thank you for not leaving us because everyone else did. Well, and yeah. I, ha- I have an idea too. Yeah. So if some of our listeners are going to Mid Ohio, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you are a regular listener and you're listening to this. Uh huh. Send us an email and Phil. Where would they send an email to? To Cleveland Moto at Gmail. Dot com and tell us that you have a moto story and let's yep. set up an appointment because yeah, I'm absolutely. bringing equipment down. Oh yeah, we're gonna have the gear. Yep. And we talked about we were talking about having the a confessional couch, mm-hmm. like mm. just having like the <laughs> nice comfortable spot at Mid Ohio. Tell me where he touched you. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna have a spot in our camp mm-hmm. that is gonna look so desirable. It's gonna yep. look so like I want to sit on a that. chase lounge. Like I want to sit on that. But when they sit on that. They're going to be in the perfect spot for the camera and the mic. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah, we're bringing it. Yeah, that's it. We're going to bring it. it. Yeah, let's set it up. And that will be the hot seat, Mm -hmm. but it'll also be the cool seat. You'd be a hero. Yeah, you'd be a hero instantly. Make you into a fucking celebrity. Don't 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 Uh, fade away. You got to burn out, man. Burn out. Don't fade away. The uh, (laughs) and I'm I'm very excited about that. Um, you did mention the Moto Stories thing. You're having a lot of fun with that. Yeah. You are having some fun with that. I can tell you might not be you might not be completely satisfied in your current job. No. Because I've never I think you were joyfully pressing the eagle button. Oh yeah. On one of my moto stories. I just get ah! every time you said Alaska. Yeah. Because ah! here's the difference. If yeah. you noticed, it wasn't on every one. No, 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 no. Because no, John no. would slip by and be like, yeah, we went to whatever. And then yeah. you'd be like, Alaska. Alaska. And then it would be like, <laughs> it was so funny. But the it, best, did you see the comment? Yeah. The one guy is no, like, I didn't see the comment. Oh, dude. The one guy, we have a birder that's oh, uh, oh, uh, also oh. a listener and a friend. Or Wait a second. Is his name Steve Valslick? Maybe. Yeah, he's a legit, but like, he's a. So he was like, as much as I love you guys. Yeah. He said something like, uh, he, he just laid like, he's like, it was inaccurate in some ways. <laughs> <laughs> do, you think, do you think maybe, do you think maybe Phil and Dude. Steve and Fernando and John got it wrong yeah, right. when it came to mm. wildlife? But he definitely liked our enthusiasm, which was Oh, great. that's pretty funny. But he said he wanted to bring one of his hawks and he's going to show us what, what they can do. What? There you go. But right now, because what they do is he traps them and then he releases them. The and fuck? so he said he's going to trap a new one and train it and he'll bring it and he's going to show us some fun. No. He wants to bring it to the compound. No, we're not worthy. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. It's going to be fucking cool, man. What it's be the really shit? Cool. I mean, yeah. are you not kidding? No, oh, no. God. This dude, he's legit. Like, he had all what the info, the man. the fuck, man? I can catch fish so we can feed it, too. Yeah. <gasps> oh, yeah. Those fish were jumping out of the barrel last right. week. Well, because yeah. the hawk isn't good enough at catching fish. But. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, man. Yeah, no kidding. You're not kidding. I mean, dude, that is, that's pretty badass. I yeah, mean, yeah, like, yeah. that whole idea of just... Yeah, that 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 the screaming eagle though, like that whole thing. It's one of those things that the first 
time you hear it, you're like, that's cool. And then the fifth time, you're like, that just is so not cool anymore. But then the 200th time, you're here's, like, I'm, I can't get off the floor. I'm laughing yeah. too hard. But here's yeah. the thing. So, like, I, I really, personally, my wife was like, what's wrong with you? Because when I had the, the eagle taking the sandwich and yeah. fucking flying across the thing, that was pretty good. Yes. But um, the funny part was, is so I'm listening back to the story, because obviously when we're shooting it, you know, yeah. I'm paying attention to oh, cameras. Yeah. Me and Fernando are going back and forth, whatever, right? Right. So you get to the part where you say this fucking eagle takes your sandwich. Right. And then you're like, yeah, and there's like fucking 30 eagles hanging out at the dumpster. The dumpster. You and found I'm the like, shot. Well, no, I was yeah. like this. I go, okay, Phil's exaggerating. Nope. There's no fucking eagles no, hanging out at dumpsters. Fucking ridiculous. I type in Alaska, yeah. eagles, dumpster, yeah. and there's like 100 fucking pictures <laughs> of Alaskan eagles eating dumpsters and shit. And I was the, like, uh, God yeah. damn. Yeah, our friend, uh, so a buddy of mine I went to high school with, Pete Wickeser, our Wickeser, he was, he's lived in Alaska for a long time. He said, having lived in Alaska for almost 20 years, made three trips up the Alcan and two down all in a car though I can tell you that yes the road is paved barely I think they paved it in the late 90s so I was there in the early 90s when it wasn't paved he said I think they paved it in the late 90s and they haven't touched it since there are still pockets of gravel and chip tar but almost anything that's paved has frost heaves in it now just imagine driving or riding on a washboard for hundreds of miles I do I know exactly what it was like definitely do if you just made it into Alaska then turned around you didn't really get to see any redeeming parts of the state yes Alaska is definitely for the hearty soul um he's 20 years he's lived in Alaska. Wow. And I mean, no shit. He's straight up. He's a fucking hero for doing it. I went to high school with the guy and he he's super duper military guy. And I think he's might be in Virginia now. So he's doing well. And uh, he said, the insane thing is there are people who live up there and ride motorcycles through just about any weather, as long as the ice is actually off the road. And many don't even wait for that. He says, another great story, Phil. So I mean, it's fucking cool. Uh, really, really cool. He goes, to summarize, because of little flying things, it was unpleasant on a motorcycle. Because of big flying things, you lost your lunch. So your conclusion is next time you will ride on an extremely big flying thing. So you arrive in Alaska unmolested by the little and big flying things. <laughs> <laughs> we got some great commenters, Dude, man. <laughs> I, you know what? Our comments, our comments are really good. Yeah. Yeah. They, the comments are pretty fucking yeah. hilarious. Uh, yeah. That's pretty good. Find the birder yeah. dude if you can, uh, man. Yeah, Yamarick says, I think you might have missed a few Alaska screeches there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> On purpose. Yes, exactly. Did anyone else notice the glasses of whiskey turned into beer steins when Phil talked to, started talking about the apps, Alps? Yeah. Good job, Steve. Sleepy. Uh, yeah. Wit, it is uh, hostic. Dan. Dan again. The world's yep. greatest podcast listener. Yeah. He's yep. going to get a hero fucking trophy. Yes, he is. He's going to get a hero trophy for just being Dan. The motherfucker is cool. He says, another drinking challenge thrown down. When you hear the eagle, you have to take a drink. Yeah, he's on Fuck, it. Yeah, that's dude, a fucking that's good right. one. Dude, I think the last man. one's the birder. All right, Sleepy, I'll be the asshole. A for effort, D for reality. But I won't blame you. I'll blame Americans for wanting a national bird that doesn't sound like a seagull. <laughs> but again, I love the effort and it made me giggle. Don't think you're alone in your mistaken information. Poor John saying bald eagles were the size of buzzards. When he more than likely meant vultures. Again, an American issue. Only in America will this happen. Am I nitpicking? I apologize for that, by the way. <laughs> Am I nitpicking? Yeah. But it's because I'm passionate about my birds. Maybe this winter, Steve will let me hunt his property with my hawk, as long as you guys haven't killed off all the squirrels or rabbits. Fuck yeah, dude. Read oh, the yeah. replies because he comes back yeah. and it's a fucking... Dude is like straight up legit. That's badass. Uh, so he's like, yeah, if okay. If Steve were here right now, he'd want to know if you could take out also the raccoons and... Uh, <laughs> Gophers or groundhogs. Groundhogs. Uh, we would love to meet your hawk. Da, da, da. What's the WS of said bird? WS? Oh. 
Wingspan. Oh, wingspan. Oh, wingspan. Uh-huh. Oh, technical terms. Yeah, oh, yeah, what's yeah, the most technical? Cool. Uh, uh, WS. Uh, you know, it's got about a, about, about a seven-inch wingspan. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's it. There we go. If you shave it first, allegedly. Um he says, I'm currently without a bird. Many falconers choose to release their birds back to the wild during the summer. I'll trap and train another bird this fall. I didn't know you could do that. Me I, neither. Wow. I didn't a, know you could like straight up fresh this train This guy him. blew my mind, yeah. man. And then I'll keep up to date and hopefully show you guys some great squirrel chases. Squirrel. Oh, this guy's shit. all right, squirrel. man. Oh, fucking A, dude. That's great. Oh, uh, we got to take him down to Lakewood Park. <gasps> <laughs> dude, I got squirrels that moved into the neighborhood tree right here. And this is like, they're rowdy as fuck. And then I got a chipmunk that just moved into my shop. And Have you ever seen the game cameras of chipmunks? They're not friendly. They, no, no, they no, eat no, each no. other and yeah, fuck each other yeah. up and all kinds of shit. I, man. I just want to build a chipmunk catapult. <laughs> so I just figure a chipmunk trebuchet or a chipmunk catapult. And But a trebuchet, by the time it gets going, it, it, the thing can get away. Yeah. Right, right. So it's got to be more like a triggered release thing. I'm thinking like surgical tubing. Yeah. A lot of surgical tubing. Like four rubber bands and a colander? Yes. Or or this guy can just bring a hawk. Have you seen the spinning squirrel feeders? Or the spinning bird feeders? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So the squirrels crawl up. As soon as their weight grabs hold of it, it starts spinning. Really? And now they're holding on. They're holding on for your life. And it goes faster and faster and faster. And all of a sudden, squirrel. (laughs) They taught us us how to do the trick with a coconut, where you take the coconut and you, you tie it to a tree. You tie it off to a tree. You put a hole in the mm. coconut that's just slightly bigger than a nut. Do you add lime and drink it all up? Yeah, you do that later. You do that before. <laughs> but you put the nut in. The nut just barely fits through a hole. And mon- the monkeys, Central America, they come along and they find these things. And they, sh- you know, coconut. They shake it. And there's a nut in there. They know there's a nut in there because they're monkeys. Mm-hmm. And they put their hand in the little hole and they grab the nut. Oh, and they can't and they don't it. let go of the nut. <laughs> but then they got the fucking coconut on the end of their fist. <laughs> But they're tied to the tree now, so you can go up and smash them in the head and eat them. Oh, no. So, But the thing is, they won't let go of the fucking nut. Yeah. So they could let go of the nut and be free. But anyway, I, I digress. That's an army survival manual, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I learned that there. But this whole this yeah. whole bird thing is just... I, oh, I that's cool, really man. I was really excited That's about just super thing. cool. Yeah. You know, normally they tell you, don't ever read the comments. Oh, we are comments but are amazing. But the story comments are like... Fucking cool, man. Yeah, man. So I gotta love them. Also, in the last couple of weeks, we've mm-hmm. been gaining quite a few followers, like or subscribers. So it's yeah. been, thank you so much to anybody subscribing. It's like we don't do it, we don't make anything from oh, anything, yeah. but it just yeah. lets us know that our efforts aren't going for nay. You it know is what I mean? True. Like, and that and that's funny because um <laughs> this is one of those ones where I had to give I had to give our report card to the Manscaped people. Yeah. Because they always want to know, like, well, how many downloads did you get last week? Right. <laughs> so I'm not even looking at the iTunes or whatever thing. I'm just going straight to Buzzsprout, you know, right, just to right. where our shit's hosted. So I'm just going there and just seeing whatever their number is. Yeah, we've been running it over 5,000. So mm-hmm. we're running it well over 5,000 hits a week. That's yeah. pretty fucking rad. So gay, gay. But uh, yeah. we did achieve one thing with uh, Motor yeah. Stories last week. Oh, what did we do? 100% male. Are we really 100% male? We don't have one oh, vagina boy. watching our show? No. Wow. So your wife must have stopped watching at some point. So. No, no, because our TV's registered through me. Okay. My right, YouTube's okay, registered right. through My me. My daughter watched. Yeah, right, but well, does she have a registered YouTube account in her name? No. See? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And that means Liza's not even watching. Well... Okay. All right. Uncle Liza. Fair enough. You beat me to it. Okay. Good enough. Yeah. But, I can't but let that age go. Group, our age group is interesting enough. 35, 75 and up. 35 through 60. 35 through 60. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. That's cool. All right. Yeah. I will admit our our thing is we might need to get another female guest. 
<laughs> maybe, maybe. Maybe. Having Maradon, that yeah. was cool and all, but yeah. Yeah, we might need to we might need to go back to that again. Yeah. Well, yeah. we did with your 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 um Saturday. I mean, no, there was no females, but yeah, yeah. but that's a deep dive. We're gonna have to come up with a name like Phil's Choice Cuts or Phil's uh, Secret Select. What do you mean from our our the scooter one? Because you guys went deep. You we guys did went go deep. deep. Yeah, we did go deep. Yeah, you know what the you know what the million dollar hit's gonna be, right? What's that? The one that nobody can get, Renee. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Renee. Yeah, Renee. Because Renee's been here for, she's been my friend for 25 years. Well, she's the secret one that actually runs the shop. She does. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody who's ever worked here knows that pretty much if Renee doesn't approve it, it doesn't happen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. it. I ask Renee when I can take time off. Well, you know what yeah. was neat is that Saturday she got to see the whole process for yeah. the first time. Yeah. So I think maybe she might be open to it. She might be a little curious. Yeah. 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 But she's got, I mean, shit, she's been there through some, she's been there through some, for some stuff. Stuff. Like, All I can say is you ain't no Discovery Channel, and if that didn't do it, I don't know what would. Oh yeah, we're <laughs> way I, better. We have no people telling us what we. I can't think say. that Discovery, that Discovery Channel thing, I, I, I'm glad that my staff was all smart enough to back the fuck away from that. Yeah, because yeah, I think that that was, there's no upside to that thing. But but I do think if we could get Renee to do a Moda stories. Because, yeah, people come in the shop all the time. We're podcast listeners. And, yes, Renee does walkthroughs here. Like, if you listen to this podcast long enough, you'll know that Renee works out mm-hmm. in, you know, here. And you'll know that Renee wanders through. And she sometimes hangs out. But podcast listeners are like, oh, my God, am I going to get to meet Renee? And I'm like, hang around long. You might meet John. Not I don't that, know. She you know? really goes out <laughs> of her way to help anybody. Like this winter, like when you guys were closing and I was like, yeah. I'm going to be late. She yeah. stayed late and got me shock oil. Like she yeah. is awesome. Well, man. she does. And she also, she packages all the, the Patreon swag. Yep. She makes all of our t-shirts. Mm-hmm. So every t-shirt that has something on it, she makes that in her right. underwear. Right. It's true. Been okay. there, done that. Yeah. It's, it's real. That picture that if you will. So, you know, let the mind wander. So, yeah. So, yay. That's pretty badass. So, cool. Anybody got anything else? No. Fuck that, man. Yeah. Hey, I, real quick. I just yeah. want to say oh, that that I've I've been here for two years being a, yeah. a part oh, yeah, of this, this podcast. Yeah, this is a sad thing. We have to be sad now. Well, yeah. Everybody, you start crying real quick. If, if it's, it's been a joy and an honor. <laughs> and I really do, you know, you've been a good guy. We're well, going to miss we're you, We're certainly going to miss you. Well, I know Steve keeps saying, man, I can't believe we're going to leave Nick. But I hope you get to come back and visit here. Right, and there yeah. and you know what, like Nick? That, you did so. something for me that, like, you gave me hope for humanity of young people. Oh, I don't uh, know. I don't uh, know. Uh, I don't know if uh, I'm, a, I'm a good uh, representation. No, of, no I think it works the other way. I think there. we made him fifty. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think when we met him, he was twenty. Yeah. Now he's fifty. <laughs> We've go. taken <laughs> a perfectly good young person and made him into a fifty-year-old yep. man. I saw the way he was walking earlier. He walks like we do. The man looks like he's got injuries well beyond his years. He got into the Miata and he made this sound. Yeah. 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 Yeah, He he pulled some dad shit. He is wearing jorts. I'll say. Well, yeah. No, no, but I mean, this all started out. I I brought a a beaver pelt here. I remember that. I traded that for for a raffle ticket. We do have it. And I didn't win a a Moto Guzzi, but but I I won some really good friends and some really mediocre ones as well. (laughs) Oh, shit. For that. Oh, shit. For that, I am I am truly thankful, and, oh. and I'll be around. And I'm I'm coming to Mid Ohio. Yeah, you'll be Mid Ohio. And, yeah. and everybody listening should subscribe to my YouTube channel. That's right. That it's called Nick it's called, Makes and Breaks Things. Exactly. It, Nick makes and breaks stuff. Oh, it's stuff. Yep. Sorry, yep. Right. And, and yeah. Dan is already a, a, a watch. He, of course he comments he is. on my yeah. videos. And Nick and, makes and breaks yeah. stuff. It's awesome. Yep. Do you know what else we need to do? What? 
that we can meet you for? Hmm. Because it's down your way. What? Barber. Ooh, oh, yeah. yeah. I was actually looking up how far it was from me. It's and not it's, far. Well, yeah. it's still pretty far, but, <laughs> but but it's closer than from here. That's yes, for sure. Yes, it is. Well, yeah. no, but like, we can ride and then like completely destroy your apartment and then yeah. go to Barber. Yeah, definitely. Because the, yeah. the magic of Barber is that it's mid-Ohio with your pinky in the air. Right. Oh, right. yeah. Well, we will be, yeah. we can probably attend it once. Well, well. <laughs> that's, that's the thing is I, I do I do really want to, to check out Barber and there is yeah. no there is no people that I would rather check it out with than you guys. I so. think that would be yeah. a rollicking good idea. And it's the right time of the season. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I think that's a really good thing. Shit's chilled out enough of the shop that I can go and really commit commit to it. Uh, that's badass. Let's get a round of applause for Nick. Yeah. Get a Amen, man. Applause. Seriously, Nick, well done. And again. The guy rides a Vespa. Yep. Right. Well, not currently. It, oh. it doesn't run. But. <laughs> okay. Just disconnect his mic. He's, <laughs> he's going to so disqualify all right. the, all right. anything we do to give him that. So yeah. So that's it. So I guess we're going to say, as we have, we have, we have changed as a podcast over the eleven years. Right. Mm-hmm. Over eleven years, people have come, people have gone, that kind of stuff. But always welcome to any of our shit that we do. Yo, you know, I mean. If the you, compound shit. You, you yeah. know, I, do you have a key? No, oh, but, I, but key? I could find a way in. Uh, <laughs> and no, no. If I you ever, you if you right. ever come back up, right. you're more than welcome to ride anything we own except Absolutely. for my blue bike. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's allowed to do anything he wants, but no center stands. Right. Yeah, that's right. okay. I already, I already wrecked that one. <laughs> I love it, man. Uh, on that, I think we got to say, ride fast and take chances. A hundred percent. Play us out, John. Bum 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 b